How are you? I'm Wes Evans, and welcome to the Homebrew Podcast, the podcast of the recording of the live stream of our Dungeons & Dragons campaign. The people and places are inspired by the beers we drink at the table. Our Dungeon Master Ben is like the games console, and Gav, Lucy, Keelan and myself are the players, mashing the controller, trying to beat the stampede level in The Lion King. And we are hoofing beers into us the whole time. Thanks for checking us out. I uh, hope you enjoy this episode of Homebrew. As famed dungeon master Jesus of Nazareth once said, before heading into the desert for 40 days, Would you like some Nutella for your pancakes or just a bit of lemon and sugar? Hey, hey, and welcome to Homebrew, the show where we avoid the crushing dullness of everyday life using our two favorite forms of escapism. <laughs> the crushing dullness of anything that feels respiratory. You're like, oh no, oh no. Um, She's just alcohol. choking on the sacrilegious pancakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me dissing our Lord and Savior, Jesus of Nazareth, uh, who is, of course, the evolution of baby Jesus. It goes, baby Jesus, you give him the lifestone, it becomes Jesus of Nazareth. Um, we, we use beer and booze and alcohol and, and other non-alcoholic drinks and Dungeons and Dragons to sort of escape escape the everyday world for a while. And we hope, as you're watching, you do too. Once again, a huge hello. Hey, Ash. Ash, how's it going? We have special guest Ash Menick here on the show. Hey, well, I'm American, so I'm really offended by your Jesus comment. <laughs> and I'm going to tweet That's about That's where he it. came from. <laughs> he is. He's American. He came from Texas. Um, that's why he wears robes. <laughs> he, he'd be good in a proper Stenson, though, wouldn't he? Like, you could tell Jesus could rock. Like, like howdy, howdy, human. <laughs> Solve the sins. You mean, a, you mean a Stetson? Stetson. Well, I said Stenson. Like, some kind yeah, of. Yeah, that could be a thing. I think that I feel like that, I feel like that's an office of that it's company. It's not, right? but it could be. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it and let you know. I'll message Sorry, you. Sorry, it was it was in a Texan accent. I said, Stance. Happy Mardi Gras, you guys. <laughs> Happy Mardi Gras. Happy Shrove Tuesday. Happy Pancake Tuesday for anyone who celebrates the flipping the flipping pan holiday that it is. Um, we don't have Keelan. Keelan's under the weather, so send all your love and Mardi Gras wishes to him. Uh, he might he might join chat at some point, but if he is, tell him to go to bed. Tell him to get out of here. He's abusive and happy if you see Keelan in chat. <laughs> Let's, uh, there's one more thing we need to do before we get into the general other announcements, which is... What are we? What are we drinking? What are we having at the table? I will start. I've made. Well, I've I've tried to make. I've attempted to make a hurricane. <laughs> um, it hasn't gone well, but it does taste good. So uh, a very rum-based, tropical, fruity passion fruit, orange, lime, bit of simple syrup, bit of rum, uh, a little lime garnish in in celebration of Mardi Gras. So uh, I've got loads of it beside me. It, it won't bode well. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Gonna get fucked mm. up. <laughs> Ash, do you have, um, what are you drinking? I'm going to go around the, I think it goes Ash, Lucy, Wes. So Ash, do you that have a- That is alphabetical. Um, I, I have, I'm, I'm having a protein shake because um, nice. I wanted to be as Californian as possible. But <laughs> I've got, I've got really great um, vitamin powders in my protein shake that have really cool names. So I thought I'd talk about them. I've mm. got um, Seal the Deal is one. Um, which is, uh, it's got, I don't know, maca and acai and ashwagandha and ginger and mind over matter. And then this one's my favorite, um, slay all day. 
which has they magic are, in it. Great names. Yeah. yeah, that's really one you could cast. You know, if we need to slay mm -hmm. something. You've got yeah, to... yeah, and this one's got like matcha and ginseng and all. So I'm gonna be like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it'd be great. None of so the murder things. And then I also, of course, have a lacroix. I mean, they give them out daily to anyone who lives in LA, right? They just like they throw them out like paperboy. Yeah, it's the word LA is like in the that's LA, <laughs> and it's in the title. Is LA short for Lacroix? I think it is. I mean, we don't we don't have to look it up. As long as, long as we do no research, we know that it is. No way of knowing. Um, <laughs> There's literally no way of knowing. <laughs> yeah. If if you want to know what LA is actually short for, like the actual full title of Los Angeles, I'll let you know. But there's a fuller know. title than Los Angeles. Yes. Do you want to know? Tell me. Tell me at the is, end of the show. Is it Los Angeles? Let's, let's, let's leave the audience, uh, yes. you know, at the edge of the show. Los Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. End of the show. We'll earn it. <laughs> what, what are you? Uh, what are you sipping Hold on? Hold I well, you mentioned to me earlier how you were going for cocktails for Mardi Gras. So I I was walking to the shop and I have such a random selection of beers here, but I did get one cocktail, but it comes like pre-made, a Cuba Libre, uh, pre-made in a bottle. So I don't know if that is, this made me think, Ash, I feel like you, you like rum, right? <laughs> no, tequila is your drink. But uh, yeah. I, mean, I feel like, like everyone likes Cuba Libres. Mm. Yeah, I, I hope it's fitting. I like clear liquors. That's a, mm. so. Okay, so the, okay. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, I have I have lots of other random beers here. The guy in the shop was, I was staring at the beers for ages, and then he kept, are you sure you can't help me? And in my head, I'm thinking, do I tell him that I'm looking for a beer to play as a character in a D&D &D game? Hmm? And, uh, yeah, I did. What's the most threatening-sounding drink you have? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to ask him, but it was like, this is just, he's going to think I'm, like, chatting him up or something. I'm going to, like, this is like, let's have a conversation here a bit. <laughs> Hey, you ask uh, the guy working in the you shop. Come here like, often? You, you have a beer called Level Five Fireball. He will not think you're chatting him up. He will yeah, think you're a like, I was just gonna <laughs> say, how do you flirt in Ireland? <laughs> Very <laughs> badly. Like any conversation with someone is like, well, surely they'd be suspicious, you know. <laughs> uh, Wes, uh, what are you drinking? Uh, I have just poured poured out one of Whiplash's new ones, uh, which I, I instantly crushed after i poured it out because i have a habit of doing that from like sessions when you don't uh you, you never do that so you, you know because you're, you're jacked as shit because you're, you're cool no so you know which ones you've drank and you're not picking up half drunk beers with anyway it's whiplash and because we're going with uh beer names that can help us i went with bone machine which i got because i was hoping it could be like you know an intimidating attack move where you rip someone's bones out but i realized now it sounds like a sex thing so this session like could go either way. But it also has this cool lady who I'm told is a famous woman from like Aran Island or Ar the Aran Islands or something. I don't know. And then we like also in, have a blueberry like one. Which Game of Thrones? No, from actual Ireland. I, I don't know. The oh, I, thought you said, I thought you said Iron Ireland. No, Aran Ireland. Aran Ireland. I, I, I did take like five goes at it though, so that's fair. <laughs> uh, we also got some blueberry sounding thing called... Luponic dis Distortion okay. uh, by Firestone Walker Brewing Company. So there's lots of words on here that I hope could be useful, and it just sounds tasty. And then we also have Bandit, which may or may not come in handy. Well, given that the, that the city guards are looking for bandits. Um... Yeah, I'm hoping, I'm not sure how I'm going to use it. 
but I'm thinking the word bandit might come in handy with bandits. <laughs> we'll find out. Did you say that and everyone it, was blueberry flavored? Yes, and I was thinking of blueberry. But it's, uh, it's hints of lime, blueberry, and pomelo. Blueberry's in the primordial plane, so luponic distortion does sound like something blueberry. Oh, yeah, I hadn't thought of that. Mm. I was, I, I yeah, I was just thinking, was like, if we need a fairy dragon and, and it's not here, can summon him? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, very quickly, let's just run through some announcements. Of course, if you like playing tabletop role-playing games and you want the finest of things at your table, you should check out Dakota Irish. You'll find them at dakotairish.com. And when you're there, when you fill your cart and your basket and you want to get 10% off, use the promo code HOMEBREW10. Um, I was I was on their site recently. They've got some they got some new gemstone sets. Like these are these are amazing looking dice. I I, uh, I was trying to describe them. I was like maybe I'll describe them like for the dice connoisseur or like the sommelier of dice. They are very fancy dice. So like if you are if you like that kind of top shelf dice, uh, check out raised emerald, raised sandstone. I, I think I might get some raised sandstone as like a, a gift to myself. Light brew zircon. Is that how you pronounce that gemstone? Zircon. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Well, I've been going with. Hey. Yeah, have a look. You can you can tab out of us now. You can just keep us in your ears and have a look at those dice. Again, Humber 10 is the code you use at checkout to get 10% off. Uh, they've been a long-standing partner of the show, and we really appreciate their support. And in their support, being able to give you guys something for watching and, and joining us in the fun. Lucy, do you have any do you have any announcements? But you're going to say, do you better things to confess? Because I used that code <laughs> the other day, and I was thinking, is it like the lottery? Are we not allowed to use their own? <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, I did, I got some of these, like, because I, I got, like, got, like, the cheapest dice on the website, and they're so lovely. They've got all these tiny little things inside them. I took some really great pictures of them that I need to post, because they look amazing inside. Anyway, so that was using the sneaky code. But no, I haven't, my announcement, non-confession, is that this is a podcast. Not currently, this is a video. Um, except when I eventually turn this into a podcast. Oh, God. This is the better podcast that they're listening to. Who knows? Okay, go on to anywhere that you get a podcast, search Homebrew Quest, and you will find all of our episodes um, in podcast form. If you know anyone that you think would like our show, but you know prefers podcast to video, um, just send them that way. Send them to Homebrew Quest anywhere they get a podcast. Thanks. Nice. But if they don't like audio and they like visuals, you things, have a week. You have your own. You ha I give you a segment. I'm just saying, stay tuned for that week <laughs> because there's a surprise waiting for you. <laughs> That's no one. No one likes that. That's no one. Everyone no one exists. Close this, like that. close this video now and wait for the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Show some restraint. There's, there's a lot of work that goes into it, and that work wouldn't be possible without our tech team. So a huge thank you to our Technomancers. That has been ever since lockdown began, which is which is coming up to, we're almost a year anniversary of, of lockdown. <laughs> Wild, right? <laughs> Did you grow those in lockdown, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> it's nice that he keeps the pinky trimmed, though. <laughs> and the thumb. And the thumb, yeah, that's fair. Well, you used to be able when, to hold things. When did lockdown start for y'all? March 16th? Yeah, last year we've been out of it a little bit, like so. But but it's been sort of, yeah. There's been there's been little uh, valleys and troughs. But roughly speaking, we stopped our Paddy's Day special, which you can watch on YouTube and and all that kind of stuff. It was the last time we were all together in the same room. Which is uh, that's, the reason that's the craziest. Mm -hmm. um, and on that note, uh, <laughs> 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 what further brew? 
Grab yourself a drink, pull up a chair, as we dive into a world where anything is possible, but not always probable. Welcome back to the realm of Ibernia. And as a homebrew first, we're actually going to ask our guest if they could do a little recap of what happened last session. So, Ted, um, what have you been up to? If you could, if there was anyone watching, scrying on us right now, what would they observe from maybe your last 24 hours? Okay, so in episode uh, four of Ted's crew, uh, right. Uh, yeah, so I, I went to find the, uh, all the, uh, the crew, Ted's crew. They were all drunk and hungover because they had been partying um, so much with Arlington's father. Um, but, I mean, that's normal, but for whatever reason, they're mortal. So when they party, they get really, like, uh, cranky. It's weird. Anyway, so before the rest of them woke up, uh, I had a conversation with Iggy. And I reminded her that she made a deal with her mom not to stop her mom from smushing the two planes together, the big smush, as we call it, on the faith side. Um, uh, and she seemed totally fine with that and was totally like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, and she didn't argue her, try to argue her way out of it at all. Um, anyway, so after that, everybody woke up. Um, Arlington had a really, like, emotional goodbye with his stepdad, um, which was cute um and uh yeah and then we headed out to this house that they're gonna try to like sneak into but not to stop rua just for funsies because i need a new name so they're helping me to get a new name and there's this guy called twisty nuts and i'm gonna take his name and i'm gonna be t nuts and it's gonna be awesome so we're trying to break in this guy's house, but he's got like hella security so um right now we're kind of standing outside the gate and they're looking out for bandits there's like almost like a um you know like a stop outside and so we gotta try um oh 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 and they met my intern um who is a really broody sprite um and he's awesome um and that's all the things that happened that mattered to me yeah that's all the thing that matters to the audience too as well like, but nothing else Nothing else matters. You, um, we pick up with Huxpunks, formerly now Ted's crew once again. In fact, I don't think the, I don't think the, um, cloaks ever got changed. I think it's been Ted's crew ever since the, they got in, in bejeweled at the back. Um, and sure, I'm down with that headcanon. Yeah, yeah, it's just been Ted's crew twenty four seven, um, and a bunch of city guards. You see approaching you. Um, six broad-shouldered, almost boulder-like dwarven guards. They look stacked, and they have, like, spiked cauldrons and spiked gauntlets just worked into their uniform. It's unnecessarily aggressive. And you can see embedded into these um, gauntlets colorful gems that, like, pulse ever so slightly. And each guard seems to carry, like, a war pick and a shield strapped to their back. Uh, Hook who is here in the game, but just not here as a player, and Ted, you, you both know what your passive nature, that these guards most likely have some sort of grey dwarf or Durgar ancestry. They're just a little bit stockier than your average average dwarf. And I'm happy to do a little rewind on the tape. I think where we had just about left off was a casting of seeming to transform everyone into a certain aesthetic or shape but but i'll let you guys let me know you do have a moment to either follow through with that or if if the real world of two weeks has caused some additional planning it's it's up to you i won't step on your toes 
I'm trying to remember where we landed on that. <laughs> I had just suggested it. It was Yeah, we were going to go for like the, the side entrance, wasn't that it? Or there was, a, there was yeah. another entrance? So what would it be as, as actors, dwarves, uh, like tourists, um, just admiring this lovely game? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> um, because this is a tale of dwarves, right? But yeah, that we were going to go around to the side gate to try and uh, sneak in saying that we have amazing beer for him to try. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or I'm thinking mm-hmm. sort of Emperor's New Clothes uh, with the beard. So we have to be naked. <laughs> I was thinking more than uh, invisible. Enter but... the bone machine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just, uh, just, a, just a sec there, just if you don't mind me asking. Um, are you casting, casting that spell? Is that, is that triggering off? Just so I know whether Arlington shrinks to the size of a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that's what I was gonna try and do. I don't know. Yeah. That spell for me is a consent spell, so I was waiting for you guys to say it was cool. Dwarf me up, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yes, also yes. Oh okay, all right, cool, go, 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 go. All right. Dwarf him down. Does um, my voice get you... more high pitch as I shrink or gruffer as I get more dwarf like? That's important. <laughs> Player, player's choice, really. I, I'd actually wouldn't mind if you described what does if if you know if there was some fan fanfic of Arlington the Dwarf. <laughs> what what's that look like compared to the book And same with Iggy. We'll come around to do the same same question. Uh, I think Arlington his uh, man bun and like beard stay almost exactly the same. Same like kind of red and length. His uh, tusks shrink down to regular teeth, but he has like a serious underbite, so he's kind of like, mm. so it looks almost like he's got tusks. Um, like the green luster in his eyes kind of fades a little bit and uh, there's shoulder hair almost bursting out from his collar like it's almost like he's smuggling hay in his back or something that's how much back and shoulder hair he's got and then like knuckles the, basically imagine a very short Robin Williams so I'm late, I'm late to the to the costume contest we had at Halloween but I'm Robin Williams <laughs> okay I know it just for some reason when you were describing your hair and your mustache and your beard all staying the same Length. I was like, is he just? You telling me, Sam? <laughs> Sorry, oh yeah, no, like I mean, it's the same length. As in, yeah. So it went down to like you know mid chest on Arlington. So it's down to like past his knees as the dwarf. Nice. Okay. Uh, and Iggy, what does Iggy the dwarf look like? Uh, yeah, I, I imagine it's not as um, extreme a change in height or anything. So I imagine it more just a kind of a. Luckily, I already have extremely messy kind of plaited hair. I think that kind of suits. Um, her as a dwarf so that's sort of just uh, she fills into that but her cheeks kind of just get bigger and droopier with the dwarf face um, shoulders kind of bigger uh, but um, yeah not, not too not too big a change I think <laughs> except nice. for the droopy cheeks yeah <laughs> I'm just imagining like Richard Nixon but with plaits <laughs> <laughs> there we go um, Arlington how tall are you? um as my bugbear, I am seven foot two. So you you become just just rules as written for the spell. The spell disguises your physical appearance as well as clothing, armor, weapons, and equipment. And each creature can seem one foot shorter or taller. So you are now six foot two as a dwarf. <laughs> but that's okay. Still you start enough. to shrink, or you feel, you don't actually you don't even feel yourself shrink because it's a I, seeming. It's a, it's an illusion. So, um, okay, hang on. I wouldn't know this until it happened. Never mind. I, um. Can they, can they like, are they, how close are they to us now that the transformation's taking place? Like, 
they're, they're rapidly getting closer. I'd say now they're about, um, you know, a mm-hmm. don't have to raise your voice too loud to shout across the bar to them sort of okay. distance. So they yeah. they see the most they, things. We, they're that kind of distance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I was I was gonna stuff Hook under my shirt and pretend to be two dwarves stacking on, on top of each other just so his feet sticking out, but they'd probably see that. Um, um, no, there's there's enough of a cluster of you that that you might get away if you wanted yeah, to do a stealth. I think, or I think I'll. No, John, it makes sense for Hook not to be here. I th- yeah, I stuff Hook up my shirt and just leave his feet dangling at it like my belt line. I'm gonna hurt This is a nice way to get me out of the episode. <laughs> and he goes, Little Prince, please play along. Pretend you're my lower half. Like, we'll be friends fused together. I'm thinking, uh, I don't know if it's a prestigitation as it happens, if I'm able to pick what I'm wearing, but I'm imagining like a... Uh, a dwarf tourist version of a tourist with like Hawaiian shirt, but I'm wearing a shirt that's just covered in like little drawings of rocks all over it. It's pretty like pretty gaudy by their standards. And I've got a piece of paper in my bag with a, that's like a map as if I'm like just holding it onto the sky and onto the ground as if, as if I'm not. You're a, twor- you're yeah. a tourist. Yeah, I'm a dwarf. Iggy, make a performance check and Arlington make a sleight of hand check. Mm-hmm. I love the visuals of a dwarf tourist, by the way. I hope this works. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a portmanteau. Like, dwarf, but dwarfist is, that's, that's different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's an eight for my sleight of hand. Okay. That's 18 for performance. Nice. So the, the actual performance of, of Lost Dwarf Tourist is, um, is enough to kind of add, instead of you rolling with advantage, I'm just going to, bump up how well your sleight of hand was. So it's a nice distraction of something more entertaining happening as you just uh, hide hook. So, uh, sorry, just to not to be as lost, as you just can't be loitering around um, and it's not very safe at the moment in town. So if you need a, an escort anywhere or... or um, uh, no, we've, we have a delivery of beer to be bringing in for the, the house. Yep, it's Oh, the best you'll find. I'm so sorry. I'm. Why are we hiding, Huck? <laughs> uh, to cover the fact that I'm tall and that, and that he's not here. <laughs> okay, because he's still a dwarf right now. Yes, but I'm a six foot dwarf, and I basically, if he, if I need to, I can have his head stick out and be like, "Oh, I am the bottom half." <laughs> okay, so it's literally just okay. Cool, 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 cool. It's mostly so that Keelan doesn't have to speak. <laughs> And, and explains that you're just now up on Keelan's or Hook's shoulders to look over or something to that. Yeah. Point. But you're, you're getting yourself, you're getting that extra height. I'm well, the top uh, half. Sorry, I don't, I don't, uh, don't need to be disturbing your deliveries. It's just, well, you actually, and, and the guard looks towards you, Iggy. Well, you look like it. Are you with the group then? Do you need a hand? Because you kind of look lost and he says he's working. And it is it a busman's holiday? Is that what we're looking at here? <laughs> I know. I thought that I thought we were all tourists. <laughs> Not some of us are working on our tourists. I'm going to continue the yeah. I'm like, oh, lost, uh, lost. No, I mean, the, don't you think when you're traveling that getting lost is the real destination? <sighs> and I'm just going to kind of walk away like, <laughs> along, the, along the road towards where the deliveries are. I'm hoping like the side entrance, but like just enjoying my looking at my math, maybe stroking. You know, the, yeah, um, yeah. The two guards at the back of the group kind of keep an eye on on yourself uh, as as you walk away, um, and the the kind of leader or the the one voice that you're hearing from this group of six is, so um, you've got an appointment then with Twisted Knot, yeah. 
yes, that's right. With twisted, not I. I actually with I didn't see the lads over there. Point the the delivery crew boys. They're actually the lads I was looking. For. That's why I'm standing on my friend's shoulders here. I was trying to see them to get a better vantage point, and I asked that that uh, lady there because she seemed to know her way around. She had a lot of maps and st- and stuff. You you know, sure you know. Roll a, roll a persuasion check. Ooh. This seems like classic persuasion. This you is got why it. I should stop speaking to people. <laughs> persuasion? Uh, why, that's an eight. Oh, no, excuse me. That was not a seven at all. It's the other, the evil number. That's a natural one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Delightful. Um, you, you, um, this dwarf's eyes don't necessarily narrow, but the bushy eyebrows, like Eugene Levy, just fold over. <laughs> just... <laughs> Well, I'm finding it very difficult to believe that two dwarves on each other's shoulders looking into what is quite a magnificent estate don't know, A, where the delivery door is, and B, would ask a tourist. So if you don't mind, we're going to have to ask you a couple of more questions. Your names, gentlemen. My, my name? Um, uh, or the name of your company that you work for, it, so we can look Is there any... What's the lay of the land here? Is there anything nearby? Yeah, um, let me have a quick look at the old the old map of Rooney. You are, you're kind of, the street itself is lined with minecart tracks, almost like tram, uh, and, and they, they take up the majority of kind of what you consider the road in the city, mm-hmm. and you are on the, the pavement beside it, beside quite a large, um, if you're in a very fancy part of town and the houses are all kind of separated themselves out by estates and gardens, you're by the wall that leads up to the nice gate to this to this house. There's not a lot around because it's the upper levels of Thleve Gem. It's it's sparse because that seems opulent. Are um, there many people around? I'm looking for something I can blow up. <laughs> oh, um, any of the minecarts going by would be easy to blow up. Um, I'd like to blow there's, up There's something. actually, make a perception a little... check. There might be something, yeah. Okay. So aside from these six guards and then the guys making deliveries, is there anyone else around? Well, there's no one making deliveries, but I just sort of yes-handed you with that. So they're there oh, now. I thought, <laughs> I thought that was said and I just missed it. No, there is a delivery entrance to the side. Oh, Sorry, then, I, then in that case, I think Arlington was definitely gesturing, presuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they turn around. There's no one there. It's like, mm. well, obviously they couldn't see anything because they weren't standing on each other's shoulders. <laughs> of course, of course. And, but there's too many spikes yeah. on their pauldrons to do that safely. So, um, sorry, Ted. What was the perception check? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Absolutely. Um, you look around in the street, and there's not a lot of things to blow up. But in the garden of the estate itself, there are shrubs, trees. Um, there are a couple of crates near the delivery entrance. There is a lot of, uh, down the driveway a little bit, you see one of those fountains that almost acts like a roundabout for carriages. You know, mm-hmm. fancy people have those things. Um, so there are a lot of things inside the estate. And if you look up, there's plenty of sort of glowing, pulsing gems in the roof. You're, you're closer to the roof here than you would be further down in the city. So there's plenty of stalactites and gems and sort of general ore uh, around the place, as well as some phosphorus mushrooms hanging from the more moist corners of the of the mountain. Cool. Um, I just want to Eldritch blast something, like mm-hmm. a little bit off 
so that the the folks speaking with Arlington are distracted. Is yeah. my that's that's my goal. That's, is that you can, thing I can yeah, you can definitely do, do that. Um, they won't notice you, nor will they notice spritz. Um, given given your size, that they seem preoccupied with with dwarf and and bigger. Um, but I still need that's you to do a stealth spritz. check. Okay, yeah. that's fine. Uh, just, just, just to see how sleepy arrows. <laughs> <laughs> he can if you want. I mean, he's under you. You've telepathic communication with spritz, so he. Uh, you he are. Right. So I'm, I'm gonna say like I'm gonna blow some stuff up. If it doesn't distract them, you make them go to sleep. All right. That's not yeah. a metaphor. Just shoot them with the arrows that make them go to sleep. Mm -hmm. I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right, stealth. Stealth. Come on. I'm so stealthy. Wow. My die is really trying to work against me on that one. Hmm. So that's a 13 total. That's enough just to um you aim far enough away. They don't they don't realize that the source of this is here. So they just um and it's just you're just kind of blasting off some rocks, some kind of general scree. Is that the or were you aiming for something in particular? Um I would like, if they're mine carts, I mean, I would like to find something that blows up, but I also uh, would like to get my Eldritch Blasts. Like, I'd like to be as, I would like to also fly away and do it, because mm -hmm. as, if you remember correctly, my Eldritch Blasts come out as orchids. They're just massive flowers with yes. teeth, yes. and then they explode. So they're a little, um, like, if they were coming out of my hand, they'd be like, oh... You guys are suspicious and dangerous. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> what a winning combination. <laughs> you, you, you fly a little bit away, and um, I'm going to just quickly check something. Because what you could do is derail a minecart full of, like, parcels and letters and, and general mail. There's these mail carts that go by. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so Ash would feel bad about that, but Ted does not. <laughs> disrupt the mail. Um <laughs> You fire off an Elder's Blast uh, at the wheels of a cart, and you, you, you manage to kind of one, two, three, just poo, 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 and it goes, and all these guards at once. And you know how much dwarves love mail and connecting things turn and go, the mail! Um, and they turn towards the, the leader, and the leader goes, well, what are you waiting for? Get the, get the mail back on the tracks. And all, all but one of them, all except the leader, rush off in the, into the distance. Now, they're still within ear and eye shot but they're they're certainly not as much of an issue uh, and the leader is left and goes i'm afraid i still do need to find um, and it's just the mail okay they're working on the mail um focus focus i need you to and Wait, then, so sorry, so the, how, how many of them ran off to deal with the mail all but one all except for the one you've been talking oh then to. as soon as they're like faced away um Arlington's eyes glaze, glaze over a little bit and he goes, mm, party time. I'm going to grab him and try and like pull him into my coat and like restrain him. So I'm trying to basically pull him into my, my into a third, a third of the totem pole. I'm like <laughs> trying to muzzle. Further him further. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Spritz, uh, Spritz did roll to send an arrow, but it was a natural one. Uh, so just, <laughs> just, pew. Um, he's like, oh, God damn it. That's not impressive at all. <laughs> Probably because um, I moved his target. <laughs> yeah, as it goes goes yeah. by, make a make a grapple. This will be an opposed grapple check, I presume. Okay, a grapple. Okay, 
Um, which is my athletics or strengths? Uh, athletics. Where's it going? Ooh, nice. I'm good at those. Uh, that is a 12. 12. Unfortunately, yeah, uh, you rest a little bit, and, and it's hard to get a grip on someone who's so covered in spikes uh, because That's you don't true. want to impale yourself. He's like, oh, hey, hey, how do you? And then at that moment in time, I think we should all roll for a little bit of initiative really? just to see, see what's I happening. That might happen. Yeah, this, this is, let's do some initiative for these folks. Ooh, that's not great, but that's okay. Oh, wait, I have advantage on initiative rolls now. Amazing. My feral instincts have kicked in because I rolled a two. <laughs> feral instincts. That's hilarious. All right. That's no, that's actually here. the name of the ability. I'm not just being weird. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. It's just kind of like my feral instincts. I'm too animalistic to be caught off guard. Uh, that Anyone is a nine for Arlington. Nine, okay. Anyone above 20? No, I got um, I got a 16. 16, and Iggy? 20. 20, so 16. I will say, I was 20. trying to see if the roll on the, the D&D Beyond would work, and I rolled a nat 20, but it was after it. I already rolled my die, so. Oh, no. Just I wasted. Just, I did the first beyond for the first time, and I just also did my first initiative roll. It's very exciting. Yeah, I saw that. That's why I did it because yours popped up on my sheet. Because D and D Beyond now. Yeah, because we're in the same campaign on D and D Beyond. When you when you roll, it pops up on everyone's thing, so that you can't lie about your rolls, like everyone usually does over, you know, Skype and subject. I know that, and I was. I did just lie there, though. So. <laughs> it happened Shit. while I was playing a game, like a week or so ago after they released this. I had a, a friend who rolled and was like, "I got a 17. and everyone's like, "Really?" Because hmm? it says you got a ten. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would, have no, I would not have thought that everyone could see that. Okay, wow, cool. I haven't seen anyone else's, but I guess no one else. You haven't done. You didn't do it. Yeah. Physicals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did um, does Spritz get his own initiative or does he go on your initiative? We might just because we've got Hook and Spritz in the mix um, tie them up in the same initiative. If that's okay. He gets a plus four to initiative. All right. Let me just um, in combat, okay. he rolls his own initiative and acts on his own turn. And usually familiars can't attack. However, I've taken a feat um, that he can. Nice. So he has he, he got a twelve, but it does put him directly after you anyway. So it's a nice it's a nice little balance in there. Um, Wes, are you okay backseating Hook? I can do that too. It just seems a little unfair because I know the monster stats. Uh, sure, I'll have a quick look at what a level eight sor- or nine sorcerer can do. I mean, I'm I'm late in the, in the initial order. So. Uh, Huh? Yeah, that's that's true. I, I in in our Discord, I've sent you his character sheet on D and D Beyond, so you should. Earlier in the tech channel, <clears throat> you might see it there. Uh, cool. I will have a look in the tech see. channel. In our yeah, in our tech channel. Um, see. Oh, sorry. I yes, like, I see it now. It was under the overlays. And then uh, Ben, if you open up my uh, character sheet on the campaign under extras, all of Spritz's stats are there. Yeah, I got them. Nice. Uh, top of the round. First up is Iggy, and then it will be Hook after that. So, Iggy, what you're looking at as as Arlington starts to grapple with this guard, and this guard kind of shouts out, the five that ran away who are protecting the male, uh, they still want to protect that male a little bit from what you gather, and you're a little bit closer to them, so you can see that they're really wrestling with 
um, two dwarves versus a guard uh, and this male. Um, so you've got Arlington, Hook, and the leader of the group outside the gates, and you've got these five other guards by the mail carts. Can I cast, uh, I'm gonna, uh, towards the one that just yelped um, as it's grappling with Arlington, I wanna cast Dissonant Whispers to try and, you know, just like, you know, annoy him into stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You know, needs, to make, like, yeah. needs to make a saving throw. Do you know what that saving throw is? Yes, a wisdom saving throw, please. Yeah, he does not. He does not meet your spell save DC. That's a six on the dice, and your spell save is like sixteen or something, isn't it? It's pretty. We high. learned that, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we had a little D and D beyond. Yeah, I'm not um, used to the layout on. here. I only just got used to the layout on my paper sheet. Yeah, spell save DC is sixteen. Um, okay, yeah. so then it three psychic damage, three D six psychic damage. Sorry, okay. let me roll that. Oh, sorry, this is past. Okay. Um, sorry. <laughs> Either it was really bad. And you're going smoothly. I'm immediately going to the real dice to to do it. Okay, that is that is eight psychic damage. Eight psychic damage. Nice. I got two ones. Two ones and a um, panic. So what does what does this guard hear in its brain as these whispers just sort of yeah. <laughs> what he hears in his brain is gonna be this sort of disembodied voice of like a, a parent, a mother or a teacher going like, You wouldn't let male be hurt, would you? Like, there's male dying over there. And just to kind of really guilt him into turning around and cause if because he has to get uh, as far away as his speed allows from me. So mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping it'll kind of cause him to run towards the male and be, you know. Uh, it won't be towards the male. You are you are between, it goes male, you, uh, him. But he will run his speed away from you. Okay. Further down the street, uh, giving Arlington and Hook attacks of opportunity, should they wish. Hook's not going to take it, but, but Arlington, you can. Okay, As this cool. guy goes, oh, someone has to protect the male. Hmm? Uh, the accent work from earlier is all gone now that you've got the cow. <laughs> cool. Arlington, do you want to? He's he's going to leave your melee range, so you're. Um, you're too. Hmm. So he's yeah. So he is. He looks like he is leaving the situation, is it? Yeah, he's leaving in terror. He's fleeing, kind of holding his hands above his ears, being like, no, no, I won't let the mail down again. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll let him escape. But um, I think, yeah, as he's running away, Arlington, or Grud, is going to like do that kind of like the fake, like, mm, make it look like he scared him off. <laughs> so okay. uh, uh, not, uh, a not a feigned attack of opportunity. Sure, sure. <laughs> Just for flavor, he raises up. Yeah, you better run. Yeah. Um, it's Hook's turn. Does Hook want to? Is he making the same decision? I mean, it looks like we've kind of. We're, there's no. There's no immediate threat, right? Um, there is a city guard who are highly suspicious of you, and in about six seconds, he might turn around and go, "What am I running from?" Uh, are but, there any? You know, are there any other mine cards full of mail? Uh, let's 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 consult the dice. Anything above a ten is a yes. It's an eight. No. Okay. Uh, that was the that was the noon mail shipment through the city. Unfortunate, unfortunate. Okay. Parcels is at one, so you could you could wait an hour. Mm, no, don't want to waste too many of Keelan's spells on silly shit. Um, 
Uh, tried to animate minecarts. That that's exactly what, what I wanted to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make the minecart like run away or something. Aww. Can you that's animate nice. the one that's knocked over to like? I thought if there was another minecart that that was like still full of mail, I could make it like run away and then like d- like divide their attention. But I guess I guess we won't get a Fantasia moment after all. Um, <laughs> shit. Okay. Um, hang on. How long does Polymorph last? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Hook is going to polymorph the uh, the guard who's suspicious into. What's the range on that? Is it touch? Sixty feet. Sixty feet, nice. Yeah, so he needs to make a saving throw. Uh, you can turn him into any animal, right? Uh... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I, I I generally know anything that's uh, not bigger or more frightful. Anything that's small and weak, which I've really yeah, yeah. What's like? What are there any like? Would I've noticed any like animals run around this place, like like rats or anything, or what kind of what's what's the the smaller like house cat? Or are there house cats? I want to basically be an animal that would not raise suspicion. You got you got all your city folk. You got your rats. You got your house cats. A uh, couple of badgers. Um, couple no, of badgers could you're be dangerous. That could backfire. Um, um, what what kind of mountain animals are there in Ireland? Um, let's say there's a couple of wolves. We're gonna go with cats. <laughs> We're gonna go with house cat. I don't want him to keep coming and then kill us. Yeah, let's say we introduce wolves to Hibernia before they get reintroduced to Ireland. That's the. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He needs to make a saving throw. What's the stat that I'm looking for here for Polymorph? I think it's charisma. Wisdom. wisdom. He only got an eleven, and I'm almost certain that. Um, yeah, you have to be at a seventeen. But however, sorry, I should have done this before. He has advantage. Oh. Um, and that's a natural twenty. So he Ooh. almost turns into a cat. He's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> not again. Um, so I should have done that for distant whispers. It wouldn't have made a difference. That's all right. I'd um, say he hook cast that from within Arlington's jacket and he just had his like eye poking out like a gap so he could see. So everyone just sees this guard who looks like he was kind of suspicious all of a sudden become very suspicious and mm-hmm. no one's really sure why. <laughs> Uh, is there anything else that Hook would like to do? No, I don't think he's uh, big on bonus actions, and I'm not going to try and get into sorcery points. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I think that's his uh, turn. We have Ted, and then after that, it spritz. Um. Okay, so I mean, how many soldiers are actually like going at us now? There's there's zero attacking you currently. Um, the leader has run away. You don't know for how long. Uh, and the the other five are writing this mail cart, but you get the feeling as soon as this mail cart is back on track uh, that they're going to try surround you. Okay. Um, then I think I just have to keep the mail cart from being on track. I would like to use mold earth. Um Ooh. And not only like just kind of the the move the five foot square ground underneath the um, the cart itself. So uh, basically, she's gonna fly and stick her tiny little hands into the ground near the cart. And I'd like to like uproot not only the cart but the track. I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't think there's any. There's no. There's no saves. There's no nothing. You just mold that earth, and that earth. Is yeah, like, and it's in, yeah. Just rises up and it's instantaneous bending um, the train tracks all of you hear this kind of screech of iron it's like, as they kind of get bent out of shape and 
Um, what's how much earth can you hold? What I'm thinking is, do the guards who are surrounding this track kind of get? It's it's like five five feet five feet by five yeah. feet, I believe. Let's see if they. I'm going to see if they uh, keep their feet. Yeah, it's a yeah, five, they five to... foot cube. Nice. So anyone who was holding onto it, they managed to keep their footing, but but it does raise up. And how tall is this earth going? Five feet. Five feet. It's, All right. So they're not. They're not. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a D6 just bum bum playing Minecraft baby <laughs> amazing that, that card and, and the, you see all of you um, as this sudden kind of pop of earth one of the parcel bags bursts and these letters just go <laughs> thread the air it completely before I make that decision let's find out <laughs> yeah all the guards are like no we need backup the mail oh, uh, so, sorry, I was thinking of Mold Earth like shape water. It works a little differently. Basically, a five-foot cube from underneath the cart and the track disappears and goes somewhere uh, else. So they fall into like a five-foot ditch almost. Like the Universal yeah. Studios ride with a subway kind of in. But then that, that five-foot dirt, I would like to then put on top of whomever isn't in the hole. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you cover them and you, you basically smother them in earth. I'm gonna see if they deck saving throws. My dice today, like it's been nothing above a ten except for that natural twenty, which I guess balances out. But that was a five, very much but... that was a very good twenty. <laughs> yes, yeah. But they um, let's see. There's probably only about it's a five foot cube, so it's only one of them. But one of them is. Poof, uh, covered in earth and and smothered and pinned down by quite rocky. Like you, you can imagine that the earth under a minecart in a in a mountain isn't your soft, you know, precious sand. It's your heart. He's probably dead. Yeah, yeah, he's being crushed by a block of uh, a block of earth. He chose to work here. <laughs> it's a working hazard. Um, you can see him struggling. He's not dead, but he's definitely pinned and out of action. And did any fall in the hole? Yeah, the whole the minecart fell in the hole. I've already ridden, rolled their dexterity, so instead of them keeping their footing that way, they've kept their footing the opposite yeah. way. So okay, instead, cool, yeah. Cool. Um, but the the male still does a cartoon moment of like staying up and then and then it doesn't fly around as much. <laughs> like, it's like sort of a... <laughs> it holds up a sign saying "Yikes!" before it falls. <laughs> yeah, falls five feet down to the ground. Um, but there's no there's no explosion of of male. In that same sense, but it does it does seem to completely disturb them. Now they're trying to reef it back up and and do what they can. All but one of them is is engaged in this. So the other, uh, the other there's three of them really trying to get this this cart out of the ground, uh, which is quite difficult to do when your armor and city guard uniform is already kind of heavy and spiky. It's not really made for a swift maneuvering, but more threatening presence. Um, which brings us to spritz. Ash, would you would you like to run spritz, or are you happy for me to just? Um... I'm happy for you to do it. All right, he's going to make some ranged attacks with his short bow. Nice, good one, spritz. So you see, spritz just take it. <laughs> he takes out a short bow and whoop, fires, and uh, one of the guards suffers one piercing damage, but must succeed a Constitution saving throw, which they do, uh, and of course, being a dwarf. Uh, their constitution's quite 40. Um, so um, presumably they have some sort of resilience on that kind of stuff. But one of, 
Yeah, one of the guards is out. One of the guards takes one point of piercing damage from this tiny little arrow. Take this, you fiend. Uh, and that is uh, Spritz goes actually decides to go hmm maybe I'll get ahead of the game and flies over the wall and is just in the garden with the mansion being like you know we could just be over here <laughs> it's, it's, we could just be that's where we need to go if he had just, just done one damage I would have assumed that was his plan all along but now I feel like he's like just like scrambling for a different plan because clearly they're impervious <laughs> to arrows <laughs> Impervious to my tiny toothpicks. Ah! <laughs> Not pauldrons, my biggest weakness. <laughs> I'm impressed that you managed to do one damage on someone who's fully armored. It's like think it's like a little mosquito, but uh, Arlington, you're up, and then it will be the guard's turn. Um so how many of them are in the hole? Uh there's none in the hole. But oh, there's oh, oh, sorry. Three, I thought. Uh there's three uh, trying to get the minecart out of the hole. There's one with nothing to do, sort of standing around, not sure how to help. And there's one under earth. And then, okay. so, so of all the guards, it's kind of like the city guard who was walking towards us that I failed to polymorph. Is the only one really paying attention to us, right? Um, one other is sort of half between the tasks. Okay. Uh, did anyone seem to react to to uh, to Ted's insubordinate hopping over the wall? Spritz. Yeah, did anyone react when he when he hopped over the wall? No, it doesn't seem to be anything. That's oh, of course they can't see him. Never mind. He's tiny. Yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna try and hop over the wall as well, I suppose. Um. How far away is Iggy from me? Thirty feet, I would imagine. You kind of moved your movement away when you were a tourist, so you're yeah, you're yeah. anywhere oh, no, from thirty yeah. to sixty. So she just, uh, uh, okay, we'll find out. Um, yeah, I'm just going to try and hop over the wall. I'm going to scramble up. Um, nice. How is is it very high? It's about 20 feet. Oh, yeah, I could do that with it fairly handily. Mm. Difficult terrain. So that's, yeah, I have I have 40 feet of movement exactly. Yeah. So I can just climb up and then just drop down to the other side. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to make you roll like an athletics to, to climb over a wall. I might do that I mean, to someone like that. Unless it's like particularly barbed or anything. Like I think it's classified as <laughs> difficult terrain. Nice. Unless, I mean, you'd know. Um, yeah, cool. I'm just going to assume. And, yeah, I do assume. And it's like, oh, that's you why I have top, you with the wall spikes. It's all, it's all pauldrons all across the top of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you climb over. Easy peasy. No, the guard doesn't talk to you. Do it. <laughs> Spider Grud um, has a terrible fear of heights. Anything you'd like to do over there? You got your action, bonus action. Um, do I land on the ground safely enough? Yeah, safe as chips. Safe as chips. Um, what do I see when I get over there? Um, you look around, and in the in the short period of time, uh, you see that there's some nice primed trees which is very fancy for inside a mountain um, you see a long driveway leading down to that fountain roundabout for carriages and in front of you, you see um down this long driveway the mansion of the clockwork tangerine so it's it's less of a headquarters so to speak and more of a home so you see twisted knots home it looks like a reclaimed cathedral um so there's steps going up to the door with pillars outside sort of a an outdoor foyer or porch or awning and then open into big double doors and there's also a side building 
Um, you don't know if that is for deliveries or just another entrance. And you can't see, because of where you are, you can't see around the other side, so to speak. So you're kind of, say, the building's in front of you, slightly to the left. So seeing around to the right is is difficult at this angle. Um, is there anywhere to hide, like a bush or anything like that, immediately, like in my immediate vicinity? Yeah, you got um, you got trees and bushes. You got you got things like that to, to hide behind. Okay, then I'm going to use my action to dash and just try and cover some ground and get into like the the least conspicuous shrubbery I can find. Now, I, I don't want to be that guy, but it is literally my only job on the show. You won't be able to use your bonus action to hide. That's a rogue thing. Um, oh no, no, so, I mean not like use my action. I in like just to uh, move into a bush. To, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be hidden, but just uh, break line of sight. I suppose. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. So you you, you peg it, and uh, behind a bush you go. Uh, the I'm not going to make a do spell check at the moment. You were just standing. I don't think I could anyway. Because I yeah, can't. I'm not trying to be stealthy. Oh, but wait, hang on. So sorry, I should have specified this. Are there like? Can I see any any people around? Because I don't want to run to the other side of a bush and be like facing thirty people. <laughs> it's like a whole consort of people here. No, no. There's no one. There's no one in the garden. No one in the garden. Yeah. Not that I'm basically trying to try and make it so that when that if that guard hops over the wall, he won't immediately see me. It's difficult because you're just standing behind a bush, but um, <laughs> but yes, uh, uh, as much as you can possibly do. Yeah, as much as been... possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, those other guards are going to try get the minecart out. Nice, good job, guard number one. Okay, good job, guard number two. And yeah, you're letting down the team, guard number three. But they woof, and get the minecart out. So the three that are working on getting it out of the hole have got it out of the hole. The one that's stuck underneath the rocks isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Um, and the last guard there is sort of tidying up some of the the debris. You get the feeling if he had orange cones, he'd be putting them out hmm. uh, and and trying to stop um, stop any other minecarts coming. Which, oh my god, there's a minecart coming around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> the problem seems to have gotten gotten worse. And our leader guard turns around and goes, the male needs help. Where, where did that? And he sees that Huck, who was the, the dwarf underneath your, you know, holding you up in your shoulders, is still standing there. He goes, I swear to god, if you go anywhere, I will hunt you down through the city. There is nowhere you Oh can no, go. hang on. Wait, I had Huck kind of in my jumper to look like it was two dwarves, because I'm six foot tall. He came with me. I don't know if Hook can go with you. You would have to carry Hook over the wall. Okay, so the so the idea was that he was attached to me. I assumed he was bundled up in your jacket as you climbed over the wall. So if we, so that's what I, that was my assumption. So if you're assuming different, I can change my turn slightly to use up resources to make this work. Because how? What is it like? If I'm carrying him, what is it like half my movement or something? Yeah, it's half. It's half your movement. Could you? Could you still get over the wall? Could you go over um, a twenty foot wall with half your movement? If I can use, can you, I can't double dash. I suppose. Um, no, you can use your action to dash. You just wouldn't be hiding down the wall. I did. I did that to get. I got over, over the wall with movement, and then I dashed to get further. I have my action surge, but I don't think I can double dash. But uh, if I'm, what I'm suggesting is that if you don't use your action to dash, if you don't use your action for more movement. And into the hiding spot, you could have gotten hook over by carrying them. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay, then new plan. I will use my action to throw hook over the wall. <laughs> use my movement to run over. Use a bonus action to catch him, and then run, run the rest of the way. 
It's perfect. <laughs> it's, um, you get oh, sorry, as far use as my, you can. Uh, action search, not bonus action. Excuse me. Yes. Uh, so he turns around and goes, where are they gone? Um, and does it? Want, want, want. I thought I saw them there, but reality seems to have changed in front of my very eyes. Um, <laughs> we retconned your memory, son. <laughs> yeah, you just got retconned. That's the bone machine's way of life. <laughs> um, you... The guard runs up to his other people. Uh, he doesn't seem to be paying any attention to you, Iggy. You are still just a, a random tourist. But as he runs by, he goes, very sorry to get you all dragged up in this. I swear the city is normally safe. It is. Please, um, if there's anything we can do to make you feel safer in the city while you're here, just um, ask. I'm going to look wistful, like, just like, oh, it's all great, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going nice. to engage him in conversation. It is, it is your turn, Iggy, actually. As, yeah. as they run by, uh, it's up to you now. Yeah, to, so I, yeah. I was hoping, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't have wanted him to stop that. Like, it, you know, I would have mm -hmm. just, you know, wait, like, that's okay. And so then is he running past me in a way that, like, he can't see what I'm doing? Yes, absolutely. I'm, bes I'm beside the, the wall, mm -hmm. uh, I think, since I was walking along the wall. So I'm going to use, the great thing about D&D &D and beyond is that I went through all my notebooks and remembered all of my items. And so I have a whippersnapper that I bought mm -hmm. in a shop one time in a place. And so um, I'm gonna whip that out and that lets me jump 20 feet, which I think otherwise I would find very hard, especially as dwarf. So I hope, I think that would maybe get me onto the top of the wall, and, like it'd be easier to, to jump down, so. Yeah, the whippersnapper for anyone who wasn't around for goat's inventory shop is like flat flubber. So it's like a little round circle or sort of the size of a manhole that you can throw down on the ground. And when you step on it, it will launch you uh, 20 feet into the air uh, usually to get stuff from high shelves or you know anywhere near to go to go to bed at night if you live in a, an apartment with a loft but also purposely fine to to scale walls it doesn't say in the instructions that you can't use it to scale walls or for venturing materials so um <laughs> so, it so it doesn't that is yeah you're up on the wall okay um so yeah Wait, does I, that I, mean I you lose the whippersnapper no it's it has a i i can use it three times a day Oh, okay. But if you did leave it behind, oh, there's no like oh, the actual physical whippersnapper. Yeah. Oh, of But how, how I, I will offer you it? this. How heavy? It's light is it? as a piece of piece of paper. Like it's so it's really thin. Like, it's heavy as a piece of flubber. Carry it, for instance. A pixie could carry it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I think that Iggy might have been. She's never used it before, so she might have been as. As we've discovered, I think she's as foolish as I am that she wouldn't have remembered that, yeah, it can't follow you up over the wall after you. Uh, so would very much appreciate it if Ted picked it up. But yeah, I hop over the wall and it's kind of similar to Arlington. Like I try and turn a duck down somewhere in this garden. I guess I'm, I want to look up at the house to see if there's anyone noticeably like in the windows watching us or in a doorway or anything. I don't know if that's Yeah, absolutely. Make a, make a perception check. Just, just hide near the bush with the bugbear head and arms sticking out <laughs> behind it, or a yeah. large dwarf. Right. Just you know, it's it's nice for you that they've trimmed their hedges recently into like fancy shapes, and one of them happens to be a large dwarf that you can just perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I was hoping for. Just you know, past the deep crater at the bottom of the wall where I landed. <laughs> uh, that's a twenty-one perception. Yeah, you you look towards the house, and you can like undoubtedly there is someone at the curtains just like looking at you you know without a shadow of a doubt that's not like just a trick of the light there is someone looking at you 
Okay, I was going to say with 21, I feel like that's the perception that like if the house is haunted, I should be able to like see a woman at a, an upstairs window or something like that. So um, mm-hmm. an actual person standing there, that makes sense. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like yelp and point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. So you yelp? Uh, yeah, as if to al- try to alert Arlington. <laughs> okay. The universal uh, sound for there's a creepy old woman pointing outside the window. Yeah. Is, is that the end of your turn? It might, it might, might be. be uh, it's probably. <laughs> There's no way to know. It could be a reflection. They look see-through, but does that just say windows work? Who knows? Yeah, I'll just assume it's a reflection of Iggy pointing at the window. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man! <laughs> now, are, we in, are we still in initiative here, or what's happening? Yeah, you, you just yelped, and the guards uh, are trying to find you, so... <laughs> <laughs> It's not a soundproof wall, unfortunately. I thought the mail is probably so loud. Uh, (laughs) That classic loud paper. You were were drowned out by the sound of fluttering paper. Yeah, okay, fair. Fair enough. Yeah. But is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? No, I think Iggy thinks she's played this perfectly. She left behind a valuable item. (laughs) She saw something and then alerted people to her. Yeah, I think she's fine. Nice. Uh, Hawk, who who for today is, is Waz. Uh, Hawk, it is your turn. What would you like to do? And then we've got Ted and Spritz up next. Okay. Um, Just get over the what, wall. What's Spritz doing on the other side? Can I see Spritz at all? Make a perception check. Mm. Fucking hell. Very bad. Uh, what is Hawk's perception? Oh, great. That's a three. Um, no. Oh, okay. Can Spritz and I communicate outside of our turn? Yeah, absolutely. It's telepathic. You can pew. Yeah, because if if we can, I would have communicated to him, like, try to get them all together and tell them to wait for me. Yeah, Spritz uh, Spritz immediately darts uh, over to Hook, and Hook's trying to look for Spritz, but it's almost like every time Hook looks this way, Spritz is, it's like, hey! I kind of see him, Arlington. I can, you can. How did you get out of my jacket? <laughs> oh no, he absolutely got out. I just, he's like, like when you've forgotten your keys, you're like, where's my halfling? <laughs> you can't find Hook. Hook can't find Spritz, and it is a <laughs> wow, chef's kiss of a D and D moment. In this moment, Ted is rolling her eyes, being like, "This would never have happened with Blueberry." <laughs> <laughs> and these and people it's... are not going to save the world, so we're fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, if we, if when Hook eventually finds, if if mm-hmm. Spritz is going to convey that we should get together, I think Hook's going to stand beside him. And he's going to ready a scorching ray for if a guard pops his head over the wall, can like, pew, try and take him out. Yeah, you, you charge up those hands, yeah. ready to ready to fire them off. Uh, Ted, it is your turn. Oh, okay. So we're not fighting. Great. So Ted flies over the wall. Um, are they, like, um, where where is everyone in relation to each other? Like, everyone's over the wall at this point. Like, Yeah, everyone's over the wall, so... If we have the gates where my face is, um, 
then Arlington and Hook are on the left-hand side of the gate, which might be... <laughs> yeah, sorry, the right-hand side of the gate. I'm trying to do it for the stream as well. It's I a think shame this, this won't come through in the podcast because it's adorable. <laughs> I'm, I'm flapping my hands down. Uh, so either way, it doesn't really matter who's left and right, but Hook, Arlington, and Spritz are on one side. Iggy is on the other. Okay, I'm going to fly over and be like, I'm sorry, guys, I thought you wanted to fight or play pretend. I didn't know you were trying to be sneaky. So I turn everyone invisible. Except nice. for Spritz, because he can do it to himself at will. Yeah, and he does. Yeah. He's gone. And myself. Um. Yeah, so you're all invisible now. Okay. For you see, an um, hour. Ooh, an hour. Yeah. This seems uh, very the... convenient. Thank you very much. <laughs> I I wasn't sure myself on what the on what the plan was, but this seems a lot better. <laughs> I thought my shirt was really helping me blend in, but invisible works too. I'll, I'll admit. Do we have to hold our breath, or can we? How does this? I've never. Oh been no, in... you can breathe. You can uh, breathe. Yeah. Oh, I've never been invisible before. I'm very sorry. Um, I will also <laughs> remind. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 just to say, there's a man uh, in just right there who has seen us go invisible, so maybe we should, like, just scurry to the side, um, because maybe he knows we're invisible in this exact... I walk away. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I will also say, especially Iggy, that even though you're invisible, your sounds are still out loud. Yeah, you all see at the gates, the guards going... It's strange. I, I can't see them, but I can most definitely hear them at least five to 15 feet away somewhere. <laughs> maybe behind that large dwarven-shaped hedge. <laughs> or maybe behind that other can shape. Can we, can we hear them saying those things? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, there, there's, I go there's up six... to the guards and kind of go like, mm-hmm. uh, like silently. Yeah. Quick, to the tavern! <laughs> and I'm going to wink at the party even though they can't see me. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I don't want to go to the tavern, right? The guards wait at the gate. Uh, you can see them trying the magic mouth, and the magic mouth is going, "No visitors, please." They're like, oh, "How are we going to? How are we going to warn twisted nuts about the invasion?" But three of you back to the barracks. I'll wait here, and two of you maybe circle around the back. And so they all, except for one, are at the gates. Um, but you are invisible on the grounds. I mean, this could be a situation where you just wait for that wanted bar to to wait <laughs> down, and they'll go about their business. You don't know. You don't know which. Which game we're ripping off right now? <laughs> uh, cool. Can I gesture oh. like that? We leave, can we so we can I move mean, we can't the see each other. away from where that guard is. So yeah, we, you can gesture. No one sees you. Oh, oh right. You can't see each other. Oh god. <laughs> hey, so Iggy, Iggy has never been invisible before. <laughs> Iggy, when when you said you were going to help me on my quest to find a new name, and you had this person in mind, I'm assuming now there wasn't a plan at all. We just went <laughs> to his house. I'm going to use message. I have the cantrip of message, so I should be able to talk to Ted without saying it out loud, is it? Yes, but uh, you have to point in the direction of where that person is. Okay. And you... When I heard the voice, like, how yeah. close is Ted? Um... Oh, I, I, I limitations okay. to invisibility I never thought about. <laughs> okay, so I will say, when talking to Iggy, I would have, like, gone up really close and whispered yeah. so as not to be heard by anybody. So, okay. they... so then I'd be trying to cast message, like, on my ear that she's whispering. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you can do it. So, yeah. 
And um, he probably feels fluttering by her face. Okay. Does you think is that okay? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I'm just I'm just trying to paint the uh, the impossible world picture of how little you see. Uh, but you do know you can almost in, you know without even feeling it. Like Ted is right beside you. Ted is like. Okay. And, and I know what I'm. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I'm going to say to Ted in using message is a uh, yes, yes. We do tend to do that. We 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 have our goals planning. Uh, not quite. Yeah. No, we didn't iron anything out. But yes, that man up there. I think you would look beautiful in his name and um i think the plan is just to go up and steal it with his name and maybe a map so <laughs> could you are you able to fly and tell the other guys to um the, <laughs> to meet over by that and i like is there anything like a sculpture or anything in the garden that i could say like yeah you can meet at the like the main fountain yeah that, the thing that you said yeah. there was a roundabout in, that, in front of the house so um maybe I'll, yeah suggest that um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I couldn't be bothered to do errands, but I will telepathically <laughs> tell Spritz to do it. Hmm? Excellent. That's excellent leadership. I like that. That's good. That's good. Um, I got delegating when she leveled up. Delegating, yeah. That's some good delegating, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iggy, Iggy thinks I'd want to get an intern one day. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I asked Spritz to communicate quietly to Huck and Arlington where to meet up yeah spritz uh i presume spritz d also doesn't know where these uh hold on you know what there's ways to see or at least uh, perceive where invisible peak creatures are you do uh, use advantage on attacks or something yeah that's as long as you don't make a noise it's impossible though I, I don't know i have i have a lot of chalk with me not my super magic chalk but like i have some paint supplies well i wonder when we get up there i want to maybe try and like put a bit of no does that work like well, I'm, no, I wonder because Spritz has got heart sight, which is always mm -hmm. active. So I wonder if, if I, I don't know, it's probably not using it how it's supposed to be used. But if he can always see, oh no, it's a touch thing. It's touch. But I, but I rolled a kind of general, you know, perception check, which, which went well enough that provided they haven't moved, Spritz still knows where Huck and Arlington were. Um, Arlington is paralyzed with fear because all his friends have disappeared <laughs> and he knows they're there but he can't see them he has Arlington does not has does not have object permanence he's actually quite immature <laughs> oh, so he he has not moved is, he's like I know you're here but you might also not be here um so Arlington um I think you can hear me at the very least I'm talking loud enough that if you're anywhere nearby you can hear me and the um the guards can't. You give a thumbs up, an invisible thumbs I can, up. I can definitely smell you, so you're near. Um, we're going to all meet by that fountain. Ten, four. Oh, I, I forgot I could breathe. I'm so sorry. Yes. You hear uh, just a little um, zip back through the air. Sorry, did you say something? I immediately left after I said that. I, were you not following? Did you? I, no, yes, abs I will, absolutely. He's gone. Sorry, away. again, you just, it, there was a huge delay between. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? <laughs> you all make your way to uh, <laughs> to this fountain. Uh, the the figure in the window seems to have gone. That's no longer there. Could see mm. if we could see anything else happening as we're approaching. Can we see anything else happening there? Yes, as you approach, um, and and as you can still hear some activity around the garden wall. So you just hear like the kind of tip tap of of heavy dwarven feedback. Like, 
how do we get in here? To, we need to warn him. It's just, it goes around. You guys make your way towards the fountain um, and generally sense that you're all somewhere nearby. And you hear a... As this huge oak door opens up in front of you, and you see a dwarven man. He is wearing this beautiful red cloak trimmed with gold. Around his neck, he seems to have some sort of, well, it seems like a stuffed doberku kind of latched like some sort of nice trimming to his cloak. There's thick golden jeweler's goggles that rest atop his head and the irises on them, you get the feeling that they can kind of open and close and they are closed. His beard is thick. And right where you'd have the sort of tash and goatee, you see them sort of glitter with gems encrusted in the shape of like how a guy fox would be. But just that part is gems. Um, is that twisty nuts? That, that is Twisted Knot. Uh, he's prematurely grey on ginger. Uh, he looks, you know, none of you need to really... He looks soft for a dwarf compared to the guards you just met. You hear him come out and go, Well, um, although I can't see you, would you like to come in before the guards find you? Yes, please. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm going to telepathically tell Spritz to stay on Arlington's shoulder, and I'm going to stay on Iggy's shoulder, so that we can always tell each other where each other is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Spritz misses the first time because the seeming um, doesn't actually affect the physical thing. So Spritz flies right into your shoulder, Arlington, but lower down than expected because he, he was expecting it a foot lower than it is. And you feel a sprite climb up and climb actually. <laughs> <laughs> on top of your ear, and instead of sitting on the shoulder, just kind of sits in your ear in a way that just folds it down. He's like a, a fey Bluetooth. <laughs> Can I whisper to to Ted to Arlington to say, um, how how about I uh, I can I can uh, I can become less un, un de, I can de de invisible. <laughs> oh my God, I can't speak at all. Um, Visible, but, I think, is the, is well, the word. Is Spritz translating <laughs> all this in real time? <laughs> uh, I've had, uh, yes. But yeah, but I want to suggest that I become visible and walk in, but they stay invisible as, you know, threats. Does that make sense? Um, sure. I think that's sure. a terrible idea, but I'll tr I'll, I'll okay. tell him to tell Arlington. <laughs> what do you think? I was thinking, so 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 we could, uh, you know, um, converse Liz, with him. Was our, our our advantage? Is that what you were well, hoping for? But we'd be able to. I guess yeah. There's maybe there's no benefit. Is there? <laughs> so she's saying that she'll be visible, but the rest of us will be invisible, despite um, your mind clearly seeing all of us before we went invisible. Um, I, I, I think can, she believes it will give us some sort of tactical advantage. There's a threat that he won't know where in the room they are, but he'll know where one of us is. I mean, he knows um, just because he knows we're here somewhere doesn't mean he needs to know exactly where we are. An invisible, an invisible bugbear and, and nuclear bomb in your room somewhere is more intimidating. But he know? might trust having one. I, I can say that you know, like I'm there. I'm gonna. I'll speak to him, but then show of good faith. Distracting. And do you plan on oh, staying shorter than an hour? Is that the, I mean, well, I guess 45 minutes. Let's say he's got an hour. Hmm. 
Okay. Well, but that's what that's what your friend's asking. That stay invisible. I don't know if you have any choice, actually. So, I, I mean, do I'm... what you're doing. Oh, that's a good question. It, it, can they unvisible themselves? Uninvisible. I, I don't uh, know if it's a I think it's down to the caster. Um, because we technically already failed the save by not resisting it, you know. You oh it it ends if if she attacks or casts a spell. Right. Yes. Or yes, an yes. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I think you know I think it's great that you're coming up with plans. Maybe we walk inside. <laughs> And see how we're feeling then. <laughs> I think I think I think that's fair. I'll be, you know, you're right. I'm not maybe not the best with the detail of the plans. I don't so. want to take away your agency, but the <laughs> only way you can stop being invisible is if you attack someone or cast a spell. So that might take away any trust he has in you. Okay. Depending that's on the spell, I guess. So let's just kind of freak him out by being invisible the whole time. I think that's good too. Well, I mean, yeah. mind combat spells, but yeah. <laughs> I'm letting in a draft. If, if I mean, if you wouldn't mind coming inside, I, I oh, presume. He barely sees us. What? I'm going to try and walk past him. I'm going to try and walk past him into the house. Yeah, yeah, and he he, he steps aside, um, and you walk into that. Does, is he reacting to me stepping past him? It's hard not to notice that. Even invisible, a large shape has moved through, like nearby. Footprints, footsteps, like unless you're sneaking, like you can hear, and your, your boots are presumably quite muddy. Like there's some okay, level. Yeah. Of... I'm not going to try and be sneaky. I'm going to go lump up, and then as I go past him, you have a lovely home. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, and Rua, uh, where was she? Had such a funny kind of. Drab, <laughs> civilized look about it. Rua, are you coming in too? <laughs> Rua, I'm almost certain I said to play I'm going to say to Spritz, tell her to play along. Oh, um, mm-hmm. oh my God. He, he thinks you're Rua. Let's, okay, let's go gonna, in. I'm... You're Rua. Don't worry. I can talk you through this. Okay. Okay. Oh, I'm going to. I'm, I'm, I'm super whispering this. Your, your mess or your, um, your message. Spell? How does that? Is it just once? It's a cantrip, so it's not me like you can do it as many times as you want. But then, either the sending or receiving can be like telepathic, and then the person replying can be verbal. I think. Oh yeah, it's whispered into a into a tiny copper coil, I believe. But either way, you you guys are so close that you don't need to use the cantrip. Like you are, you you can speak at this volume and it'll be fine because you're right beside each other. I also like the idea, like, this sounds like a straight sitcom setup, that, like, I'm going to be on a date and someone's talking me through it. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> and I have to go, like... Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to try I'm... and take two names at the same time from different mansions. With, um, <laughs> actually, with that with that genre shift and tonal shift in the show, I think it's a good point to take a break as we come back into Iggy on, on a... Uh, on a classic Zach Morris shenanigan, uh, as, as you guys, I presume all of you, if anyone's not going inside, we can we can sort that out after the break. Um, if there is anyone who wants to stay, yeah, just hook. No, no, I'm, I'm definitely leading Hook like he's a toddler. I'm holding his hand so he doesn't get lost. I walked in going, yeah. mm-hmm. still trying, you know, not 
I'm confused, but yeah. Yeah, I want to hang on to Hux because we showed the handgun in Act 1 and we need to have him go off in Act 3. <laughs> That's very true. So you all come in and the door goes... And you find yourselves inside the mansion of the Clockwork Tangerine. And we are going to take our break there. Uh, we will be back in about 15 minutes or so we're going to just it's a little bio break i don't think we're going to waste any time on any sort of shenanigans this side of the break we'll do the shenanigans that side of the break so uh which is probably an unexpected move on my part for our tech team paul but paul if you want to just like fade us out at any moment we'll see everyone in about 15 minutes time uh, it's fun when ben <laughs> needs to pee <laughs> it's, the hurricanes have gone right through like, who thinks the i don't trust it yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it after the break. Yeah, come back for to find out what the real name of Los Angeles is. Keelan here. There once was a show called Homebrew Quest, and you know that, and you're listening to it now. All right, enjoy the show. Hey, hey, and welcome back to part two of Homebrew. Before we get back into the action where the party have just walked into the Clockwork Tangerine Mansion, a couple of quick announcements. Uh, we do have a coffee account. We have a coffee account for the show. You'll find it at ko-fi.com forward slash homebrew. It should be in the details, and it's it's on our stream. If you're in the podcast, it'll be in the podcast details. But an important thing to note is that any donations to our coffee account, we don't we don't keep. We actually pass them straight on to Maasai, the movement of asylum seekers in Ireland, uh, whose pretty much main goal is to end <clears throat> direct provision, which is a, a horrendous system we have set up, a for-profit system, uh, to do with asylum seekers and refugees, and it's not something we like. Uh, so anything we earn, because we, we do this every two weeks in our in our spare time as a kind of a part-time thing, anything that you give to us and donate, we pass right on to them, because that's a cause we truly believe in. Uh, they are the true heroes of the adventuring world. So that's announcement number one. Announcement number two, just in case uh, these hurricanes go to my head and I forget to do it at the end of the show, Ash, there are a couple of places that people can um, people can find you. One of which I watched at the weekend was amazing. Uh, the game of Blackbirds you played was it like it was so enjoyable. I think you need to be subscribed on Twitch to get it currently. Um, no, it's on to YouTube. It's, it's, on, on, YouTube? it's on YouTube. Yeah, it was. There's a couple of days where it's just the Twitch VOD, and you have to be a subscriber to Outpost Thirteen. But now, I think yesterday or Sunday, maybe it was posted on YouTube. So. Um, yeah, uh, Blackbirds is a brand new RPG um, that my husband is a writer on. He created like the magic system and, and the uh, majority of the monsters and things like that. And it's a dark fantasy RPG based on the Zweihander uh, Grim and Perilous system. Um, and it's, I, <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did. <laughs> Um, I was just like, I don't know, this is all dark and creepy and and everyone's sad. And the elves are like, uh, there's different uh, factions of elves and each one are going through a different stage of grief. Um, Yeah, it's like, because they're, yeah, it's it's crazy amazing. Um, But yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, so it's really cool. And they're playing a game on this Friday. On um, Outpost, uh, it's on. I think it's Twitch.tv slash Outpost Thirteen. I think it's just Outpost Thirteen, um, and that is at six p.m. Pacific, um, which is the middle of the night GMT. So a couple of days later, you can check it out on YouTube, or you can just stay up really late, wake up really early. It's, it's a like Friday. Two, 2 a.m. y'all's time. Yeah, I think that's not bad. 
Um, you apparently watched it, so that's yeah. <laughs> I, I was so excited about it. I didn't wait for YouTube. I just subbed. <laughs> it's like, oh yay! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's on YouTube. Yeah. All right. It's. Um, is there anything yeah. else? Uh, other places people can find you. I know we're part of a couple of Discord communities. Uh, you do some really big, cool stuff in the D and D world that I'm sure our audience would be interested in. Oh yeah. Um, there's the D and D in a castle, which is the the official uh, D and D vacation. Um, we are currently in the process of, of rebranding, but we'll be launching tickets soon for we've got an event in September, an event in November, and then um, three events in 2022, which will be going on sale the, uh, by the end of the month. Um, and that's in England in an actual castle with like world-renowned DMs, like super amazing DMs, and also a world-renowned photographer is going to be taking pictures. Her name is Lucy. <laughs> um, and I'm just there. Yeah. Um, and so, so that's happening. I also do virtual events for all the times, um, and I don't think I can talk about any of them right now. That well, sucks. Well, when you can talk about them, people can find you at astronauts forty four on social media channels. Uh, <laughs> Ash is in Ash, and then Tronos is in the end of astronaut. Um, so that's across all social media channels. I highly urge you. It will be in our again in the details. You can just click that link now if you're watching. Just tab us out. Just tap us out and follow. Um, we won't move on until until we hit those break those numbers. Uh, no, yeah, everybody I, I in chat has to confirm they followed me before we start playing the game again. <laughs> We're holding you it's, like it's, one of those, it's one of those weird giveaways. Like now, go and follow everyone and like and comment and mm -hmm. who knows? Since we did that early, do you want to know the full name of Los Angeles early as well? Ooh, mm, I know I do. Until the end, you okay. know. It's, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> You know, so they might have to come back. They might have to come back next week. Otherwise, they won't stick around. That we gotta give some juicy details. Yeah, you could guess, Google it, but guess, why would you? Like put it in, put it in a time capsule, and we can open up the end of the episode. But I think it's Los Angeles, Vegas. Ooh. Yeah, that's it. You got it. Yay. <laughs> I think it's one of those ones where it's like Los Angeles is part of a bigger phrase, like the honorable and majestic, wonderful city district of like, there's like a bigger thing. That's, that's where my head's going. At. Anyway, we'll find out. We'll find out soon. We'll find out in about <laughs> like an hour or so. Um, and we're back into the world of Hibernia. You are all not necessarily led because you're all invisible. You make your way through these big oak double doors into this reclaimed cathedral space. But inside, it does not have a big hallway. It's not, it's nothing like a cathedral in the inside. You see a long, narrow stretch of hallway. And in front of you, there are stairs going up and stairs going down. You assume, having been in a house before, um, that the stairs going down will lead to a, a sort of pantry back area, kitchen area. And the stairs going up will lead to places where people might sleep. Um, and in this hallway, Twisted Knot turns to where he thinks you are and goes, well, that's a very exciting way to my afternoon. Uh, you can show yourselves. You're more than safe here. You're in good company, this esteemed company. I can get us refreshments, food, drink. Actually, if you wouldn't mind, um, why don't we head into my guest study? And we can chat uh, why I have such illustrious visitors. <laughs> and he points to a uh, a guest study immediately to your right-hand side. A guest you see, study, and does it look like, a, are there seats? Are there 
desks and bookshelves or what? Just a guest yeah. stand. Are there iron bars around it? <laughs> I'm like so uncouth. I have no idea what a guest study is. It's the study <laughs> no, Lucy, you haven't lived. Where do you leave your guests to do their busy work? <laughs> I mean, okay, yeah. I know what both of the words mean separately. But, um, I just a guest study is a uh, it's a mix between a good room, like a good room in your house <laughs> where guests would go, but also it is a study. So when you walk in, you see a couple of couches around a fireplace, which is lit, uh, and beside the fireplace, a couple of bookshelves. <laughs> lit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, yeah, so this is not, yeah. <laughs> There's a mantelpiece, which is tight. <laughs> and the table behind it, it's getting turned. Um, so <laughs> behind, these, behind these sofas is, is a sort of table and chair setup. So someone might do some writing or some general kind of work in here. Study, one might say. Uh, but there's also space to entertain guests. And this is the room that you saw, Iggy, um, twisted knot peering at the curtains at you from it's the first room to the right in the house okay, so he was in there because what i'd love to do is just look at the desk to look like is this does he use this study like or is it a guest study and this wouldn't have uh you know does it look like anyone's been working is there any like um, yeah yeah i make a look for a uh, plot device check i suppose no there's nothing there's nothing of importance in this room <laughs> no, 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 not important to look it's like it's not a private use... study it's a guest study. yeah I, I mean i mean he was in there there isn't even a bureau to write on <laughs> it's just a desk ew so there's no evidence that he was doing anything on this desk like there's no paper it's not it's not being in use is what you're saying um, no, it doesn't take, even Ingi would know that uh, this is just the closest window at the front of the house to where the door is. So he just went into this room and looked out the window. That's um, what the room was in use as, is a window holder. You can see I'm just like, <laughs> what, is this? what is this study? I don't get it. Okay, fine. Rich people have rooms for nothing. It's just rich people stuff. Yeah. Like they've got rooms yeah, yeah. that don't serve purposes. I'm from, I'm from the Southern States. Um, and the different the nuances of room titles is very very important. Mm. You know the difference between like a den and a living room and a great room and a good room and a foyer and a, and a landing. Like it's all like it's very. Wait, important. you guys have so, good rooms as well? I thought that was just an Irish thing. What it's no because why would you want to have a good room when you can have a great room? Oh, okay, so we've been because everything's bigger in America, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. We we have we have great rooms. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And I'm, be, I'm being serious. Y'all, I mean, I, I assume y'all have great rooms as well. Yes or no? We have not made rooms. Oh, again. yeah. That's so the, we literally no. just We're in a recession, it. Ash. It's not. <laughs> things aren't great. <laughs> we're in a recession as well, but we're also in denial. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a, the, a great room. That'd be notions like. That'd be like, okay, it's getting <laughs> Like, you know. Yeah, you step into the great room. No, 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 no. The good room is is the most prized possession, but like you can't be calling it great. Come on. It's also a good way of letting <laughs> someone you don't think very much of them. It's like step into the good room, not the great room. No, just follow me into the good room. That's we're not that close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I will yes, stand in the great room gen- and you stand <laughs> over there. Um, <laughs> Please take Iggy, off your shoes. Iggy, is this is this the person you were talking about? Um, can I so I can I can kind of whisper to to Ted, um Yes, this is this is the name that I think that you'd like. Um, but so he's a terrible person. Hmm? I mean, he looks kind of douchey. I'll be honest. I think so. Why are you whispering? It's. I'm... Can you make can you make a uh, save a uh, wisdom saving throw, please, of six yes. for sixteen? Ooh, I sure can. Ooh, seven plus. 
I can't wait to find out what this does. It's not, it's not a 16, I can tell you that much. Okay, I've just cast Forget. Um, so, uh... You forget everything you've ever learned, and you've become disoriented. Um, (laughs) You remember how to breathe. Basic survival functions, but nothing else. What? So so what we shouldn't do now is interrogate him. (laughs) (laughs) What is forget? I have never... I've never heard uh, of it. That's so good. I love it, but... Is it a... Is it a... It's a 5e spell. It's it's a 6th level 5e spell. Oh, can you pass six levels? It's like an unearthed arcana or something. Holy shit, that's so good. <laughs> um, I can with my wand. Does it take a minute to cast? That can't be right. It does. It takes a minute. It takes a full minute. Okay. So a minute later. <laughs> that's still crazy. <laughs> For a minute, you hear him go, why are you whispering? And also, why are you here? <laughs> and also, do you need some drinks? And, um, well, okay. should In, I say, while, can, can I offer you any? And then just, bloop. <laughs> I think when, so, just to preempt, if we're waiting a minute for that, when we enter the room, Arlington is kind of keeping an eye on uh, Twisted not moving around. And I want to try, I guess insight would be the way to go, but I want to, try and figure out like the, the way he carries himself does he carry himself like he knows how to fight like does he have the swagger of someone or does he you know calluses on his hands or anything i'm basically want to know if he's combat ready in any way i, don't, yes. I mean obviously i'm not going to get specifics about that but you know he looks kind of dainty and i'm wondering if that's an act uh yeah make a make a inside check cool sorry i literally forgot the spell is so effective that my own brain is like <laughs> it's bleeding uh, into reality. I'm so excited to see what spe- what happens with this spell. Uh, inside, ugh, five, five. Um, he seems soft. He seems new money and soft. Uh, and and at that point, the spell does take hold, and he goes, and he starts. He starts. There's a there's a particular type of humming and jumbling and, and frothing about that, that particularly wealthy people do. The kind of... <laughs> uh, that he seems to be doing now, wandering around the room, looking at things and going... <laughs> he is completely disorientated. Of course, he knows how to breathe, but that's what, about it. Um, do we have an idea of what Ted did there, Ted? Did you say anything like that you were... It was forget? I, mean, I guess if she tells us. You may now refer to me as Peanuts. <laughs> 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 Oh, I get it now. That's what happened to him. Oh, God. You've still... Oh, um, Tina, it's just lovely to, to put a, a, a name to a face. Oh, it's still me, Arlington. Um, oh, I I'm see. Just... Oh, it's very good. No, I'm, I'm just... Because I'm playing along because you've got a new name. It's just oh. sort of... Oh, it's I my first it. Do it again. Do it again. Him. I ruined it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do it again. <laughs> <clears throat> you may call me T-Nuts. Hello, T-Nuts. <laughs> Hello, I'm, I'm going to oh, go to I'm, high five. I don't I'm, know where I'm so sorry. Just knowing that you've, you know, you've got the fairy wings and all that sort of thing. Oh, and I'm not, call, I'm not invisible anymore. Can I call you T-Nuts Faye? Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't get that, but sure. Well, I neither do I really. It just sort of came to me. <laughs> on Spritz's character sheet, it says Tiny Faye. And whenever I see it in my head, my head changes it to Tina Fey every time. <laughs> Makes it better. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you can. Much like Tina Fey does stuff. to everything. Yes. Oh, I'd try to. I'd love to high five you, which you won't know when it's coming, but you'll just feel the. <laughs> just hit me. <laughs> but I'm gonna go peanuts. What up? Yeah. My, my, my invisible friends. Should we? Should we? Can we? Uh, he seems disorientated. Can, can we take advantage of this? Is there something we want to tr- convince him we're here for? Yeah, whisper, 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 whisper. <laughs> oh, we don't need to convince him of anything. He doesn't know anything. How long does this last? He's forgotten literally everything he is, ever was. Is this was. a permanent thing? I don't know. I don't usually stick around. You're so chaotic. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I- I can I can keep an eye on him if we want to look for uh, the uh, the study. I mean, a real private study. This I is guess, I, thought, yes, we, I thought we just came here to take his name, and you were helping me on my quest. Is that all? You, is that all you need? Are you you've got everything you need from this guy now? Yeah, I I just wanted a new name. He was a terrible person. He you know he's already done his work for Rua, so she doesn't need him anymore. Um, okay. Yeah, he's. It's, it's just, you see, it, yeah, I, I was curious as to what he would do with Rua. So maybe there's something we can no, find. No, it's, it's already done. He's basically like a vendor, you know? <laughs> but, no, so, but there might be something in his in his large extravagant house that we could glean as a clue. I mean, he probably wouldn't have told us the truth anyway. Wait, Iggy, mm-hmm. I thought that we just came here because he was a terrible person. Yes, when you appeared, you asked, you said you needed a name, that you needed a terrible person, and I said, that is so funny, we have just been uh, learning about a terrible person, and it's T-Nuts, and you, you know, so it just seemed to fit in, but we were coming here because I, we love maps, and we just wanted to have a look at some of his secrets. Iggy, I really like you, you're really cool, and you're, you're my, you're like my goddaughter, um, I need you to stop lying to me. I'm not lying. <laughs> oh, uh, I feel like this might be my fault. Um, I feel like Iggy was sort of going along with what I was saying. I'm, to be perfectly honest, I'm here for a map. Um, uh, I've, 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 I've been told that one of the one of the nuts crew has one. Um, Iggy's sort of been following along for the most part. She's very helpful. Yeah, um, I, to- I totally get it, Arlington, that you're trying to foil the person I serve, who also is Iggy's mother. Um, who Iggy made a deal with, um, and and I to- that's totally fine. You can do whatever you want or try to. It's totally fine. Um, Iggy, I'm gonna let this go because you were new to the. I think you told me that before I reminded you of your deal, so it's not a big deal. Um, so when you break a fade deal, mm-hmm. you don't just not get the thing you were promised. Probably nothing else that happens though, right? <laughs> Um, Rua is a being that can smush two worlds together. Mm-hmm. You're much smaller than a world. Right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so not on the radar is what you're saying. Yes. It's not what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, I, I- want to be here for you, man. I want to help you. I want to be your adventurer. You guys are so much more fun than anything I do with Rua. But... You can't trick me into helping you stop Rua. I really did tell you, I'm sure. We were going here to get the map, and the man is nice, and then I told you his name. Because to me, it seems a lot like you just used me. 
I, to be fair, Riggy, you also seem to forget a lot of things. I've only known you like maybe an hour or two. This is Spritz, by the way, <laughs> just in case, in case you couldn't see me because I'm invisible. Because I know you forget things a lot. <laughs> outside the walls. Oh God. I'm, I'm, yeah, actually, should we give you that whippersnapper back? I mean, because oh, I feel yeah, like you've I... done you've done Ted dirty. Like you, sh- you should at least get to keep something. Oh, you do, you took it from. Oh, I thought that was just another another thing lost to the wayside. You know. Uh, okay, no, Ted. I, I in, in my defense, I only kind of was reminded of this whole huge deal thing, literal huge deal um, this morning, and I am grappling with it. And I was trying to just be honest with you and tell you what you know kind of our plans for the day were and then they seemed to kind of align with yours and maybe I did want you because I like when you're around yeah it just seems a lot like um it's very convenient that when I reminded you of the deal is when you told me about this person when I said hey you can't take actions to stop your mom you were like great by the way, uh, unrelated, there's this person who you should um, take a name from. It, it just seems really, I just, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, hey T-Nuts, Iggy's half Faye, right? Is the half she got the bit where you forget things when you go to the material plane? Is that the half Faye she is? I thought it was, but I'm starting to think the half she is is the, the half that tricks people. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Can I, I from my um, my satchel stuff? I want to just take out all of the maps that I have because I have lots of lots of these maps. I just want to show her that I know we're we're doing this. You know, there is the the greater plan of trying not to kill people, but I really also just love maps. And I wasn't trying to trick you too much. I swear. I kind of wanted your help. Uh, and oh wait, that works. If your greater plan is to not kill people, that's fine. That's you just can't might... stop Rua. Okay. Yeah, there's other ways to not kill people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I suppose just looking at a map, like knowing Rua's plans, but doing nothing based on that. You're not stopping Rua, you're just mm. well informed. Like you're kind of backseat coaching. You know, like if I was watching some sports, I'd know the rules, but I'm not breaking the rules because I'm not playing. Yeah. Or, I, or do, I, I don't like... want to interject whatever's happening here, but I think while this conversation is happening, Arlington has started like rifling through papers and looking for some kind of map just while this is happening. That's yeah, like an investigation. I mean, uh, like I can I can wait till after this is done, but I just want it to be like, in case something you're, happens, you're, that's you're what he's doing. Are you leaving the room or anything? Or are you just staying in this room for the time? Uh, we can't are see Are we you, right? in the, the guest study or? Yeah, you're in the guest study. And there's a desk with papers, right? Uh, there's a desk. Okay. If there's a more impressive looking study nearby, I'm definitely going to go to that and start having a look through papers. Yeah, we'll pick up with you in about, uh, we'll, yeah. we'll jump to where you are. Whenever, now. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was going to say, if you're just learning where the roads are in an effort to like make sure people don't die, that's a thing we can totally do, right? Yes, because that that is something that we were talking about, right? If we know where the roads are, we can potentially tell everyone across Hibernia to walk onto those roads because that's what she's using. That isn't stopping her. That's uh, exactly, maybe I would say collaborating. Uh, <laughs> I would hope. Yeah, that sounds fun. Okay, I mean, thank you, Ted. I really don't want you to feel you. I don't know, Spritz, I, I thought you, you'd like that. I, I just mean that like collabing is in like, like 
you're not really collabing. You're just sort of doing a thing and then like kind of saying, and Ruba's involved. Like she's not involved. It's like a post collab. It's like, well, I did this thing. I'm collabing with, you know, the Demon Prince, but like Demon Prince doesn't know what I'm up to. I'm just saying like, oh. I'm just saying credit where credit's due. Don't take credit from Rua's plan. Like, and I'm Biggie, full cards on the table. I would love you to stop Rua, but, <laughs> but hey, that's, that's just me. That's fair. That's, that's, that's a good, maybe collaborate isn't the right word. And that, you know, as I, she doesn't really, yeah, it's not really affecting her in any way. Oh, I don't know if this is, this is important, but I cannot smell a mix of like sweat and flowers anymore. Oh, I think Arlington went to go find maps or something. Hmm. I mean, should we go find Arlington? If you're okay with us finding the maps, uh, I think the guards are, you know, maybe approaching at any point that maybe we should do that. Oh, all right. So I'm going to go over to, um, Oh, Iggy, you've got, like, char- you can charm people, right? Yes, I think. Go charm that forgetful man to trust us. Oh, wait, charm? Or just, you know, friend. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why I was thinking I could just kind of... So what's he doing at the moment? What's he... Is he, like... Uh, he's just eating his fist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then... Oh, fist. Sweet. I'm, I'm getting it. One by He's one. I'm beginning to remember. Good. I thought, I thought we were going to have to really convince him of something. Um, can He's I. Well, literally everything. Well, can I kind of just like put my arm around him and just bring him with us so we just know where he is? is it, are we going to have like a romantic montage of Iggy like slowly teaching him to dress himself and eat again when <laughs> they fall in love? <laughs> Finally, someone who knows less than she does. <laughs> <laughs> would it be like regarding You're so Henry? Wise, Iggy. Yes, I am. Come along. <laughs> really feeds uh, my uh, superiority. A dependent. It's what Iggy's wanted this whole time. Exactly. Yes. A hobby, a mother to you, a good mother, a mother who's there. <laughs> Not like my mother. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. Iggy through some issues. You you lead you lead Twisted Nuts, who is who's now unnamed. Uh, Although the spell doesn't necessarily uh, say it, uh, the the very magic in which Ted slash now T nuts is born from uh, has stolen this person's name. So when, even if the spell wears off, they are one of the nameless. Um, so we'll we'll get to that rather harrowing sending thing. <laughs> very. I am the nameless. Um, but yeah, you managed to lead them lead them around the place. Arlington, you're about five, ten minutes ahead of the group. So when you leave the study, you're faced with another door straight across from you and a hallway down to your right. The hallway has these two stairways going up and down. Uh, I will go upstairs. Upstairs. And look for any room that has, like, desks with documents or planning tables or anything like that. Nice. You run upstairs. You're immediately... um, Something sort of brushes against your leg. And you look down and you see a tiny, um, small, like, maybe even a foot by a foot, just gelatinous cube. That is like, hmm? And just <laughs> kind of like, trying to, rub, trying to rub against you. It's, it's a micro cube. They breed them special if you order. It's mm. really adorable. <laughs> um, I, I, does it seem like it sees me or is it just because I made physical contact? It kind of has a feeling I'm there. 
Um, yeah, noise and sound, and I mean, gelatinous cubes don't have anything except for. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have eyes. Down. Yeah. Yeah. Just to seem to approach it. This is a this is a flubber heavy episode. Uh, like I tiptoe past it. I just uh, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going. A slow and steady space. It just follows you around. <laughs> no damage. It's just shoo shoo shoo. I can't feed you. I have no food. I don't want a pet. By the end, I'm so, excited so. about this buddy cop film. So am I. <laughs> you know, uh, you're, you're getting to learn it's different bubbles and noises <laughs> of emotions to it. Like, there's two bubbles like left behind in the hole. <laughs> Uh, you, you you open a couple of doors. Um, some are locked, but I, I don't want to play for you. I presume the locks of a normal door are no no match for just an overenthusiastic door opening from our. <laughs> that's 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 my actual class. Uh, before I start getting too enthusiastic with doors, do I do I hear or see the sounds of any other people in the building? Absolutely not. Um. Okay, so the do I do are like are there a couple of locked doors or is it just like I found one particular door? I'm I'm basically trying to see like which is the most suspicious looking door, I guess. <laughs> um, I guess what make a just make a straight strength roll. That's all I'm. That's all I'm looking for. Okay, Christ, <laughs> really succeeded by a door. Eight. And that's Eight. with a plus six modifier. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. I was I was kind of the lower you were, the, the worse it is. So I'm trying to just say like it, it is just a wooden door and it is hard for you to tell when you test these handles if they have been locked or if you've broken the lock with a vicious twist. Right, so okay. anything that was, you know, a little jiggle, you're just gonna go jiggle. Well, either the okay. door opened or it broke it. So I can forcibly unlock them without tearing the door down, but they will yes. be clearly they won't lock anymore. Okay, then I'm I'm happy to just like slowly force the door open like yeah make a make an investigation check with advantage you can take your time with this like there's no there's oh yeah seeming... I'm not, I'm, yeah, yeah. Uh, rolling like shit that's better good thing i had advantage investigation means it's a 12 well it takes you some trial and error you open a door and it's um uh it seems to be sort of like a music room you know, as as I'm investigating, I'm I'm definitely talking to the microcube, being like, "What do we have in here? What What do you think's in here? No, this is a desk. What do you? Oh, I, <laughs> yes, you're right. There's probably nothing in that one. Let's keep going." Yeah, you open it up and you you find a music room. There seems to be just kind of a a couple of places for for instruments and sheet music. Another one, and at first glance, it's like, "Well, this is a library room," but it's definitely not like. A, Sheets and important documents room. It's just a room of books and a nice reading nook. Um, and you open one, and it seems like another living room. There's a door. There's another door in this room if you want to have a look at it. But it's like the living quarters again. And it's at about this time where the rest of the party kind of come up. It, it took you about ten minutes, like little by little. I mean, it, you got distracted. Um, you've made a new friend, so mm -hmm. I'm um, fine with that. It's been probably you're you're about ten minutes left in your invisibility, I would say, around this time. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the library, um, and try and see if there's anything on like, if he has a particularly large collection of books on like planes of existence or the Feywild or anything to do with like anything that will be like you know maybe he's researching or or has any information that I might not have come across to do with Rua and her machinations. 
Yeah, gives gives another investigation just straight. Just like this is just to look for specific information about the. Oh, uh, I'm just a muscular nerd. Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, he has the Bone Machine trilogy. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's it's not the time for that. (laughs) Uh, There's nothing. No, there's nothing in the library. It seems all fluff pieces. It's a bit of pulp. Um, There's not like. It's not an academic library. It's a library for leisure. Um, yeah, it's all, it's all elf porn. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can, I mean, you can sure take some books. Like you can just like pop them in. I feel like Arlington. I'll, I'll you take have Bigby's one elf book porn books, book for when so. I eventually see Rian again. Yeah, uh, and using Bigby's big book of books, you can kind of you check off different things. So you're like, oh, nice. But there's nothing under the under the kind of academic section of uh, plane shifting, world shifting. Um, there's a really slow read about the different types of granite and rock you could use for roads. You actually do come across, when 18, you do come across uh, some notes inside of a book, which is like, road infused with iron, new building material, question mark. And he seems to be playing around with this idea that that iron infused roads might have some sort of magical or alternative benefit. Okay. Is there like, is there much, I mean, I know they were involved with building them, but does this library have much to do with road building? No, no, not really. This okay. you, you get the feeling that he's new money, and he was he bought the bookshelves before he had the books, and now he's right. just like a couple of the books have that thing where if you line up all the spines, they make a picture. You know, doesn't seem okay. like much of a reader, more of a shower. Okay, as I'm going through these books, I'm definitely reading th- reading them out loud to my new cube friend. Yeah, <laughs> and some of them they react to more. You get the feeling, oh, nice. The the cube the little cube that could is mm-hmm. one of the books, uh, and it, maybe it's it's its favorite book. Um, the there's nothing really in the library, and as you kind of come back into the hallway, you you uh, hear just footsteps coming up the stairs. As I walk out of the room, uh, I think whoever's coming up the stairs hears me turning to the cuboid and saying, "I'm going to call you Bandit." Oh, um, nice. I don't know if this cube's going to like. <laughs> I suppose you could pocket it. But... <laughs> I mean, I, unfortunately, I would now die for Bandit, so... <laughs> yeah, it's part of you now. Bandit equals cube. Nice. Um, <laughs> you continue You continue your search. I'm, I'm counting your initial investigation as just checking more rooms, and you do finally come into what looks like Twisted Knot's private, great study office. Okay. Um, there is a uh, an opulent-looking desk... Uh, with a couple of different drawers and spaces. There's a chair behind it. There's a fireplace uh, in this room with a portrait of Twisted Nuts above the fireplace in his golden uh, golden trimmed red robes and his Doberku scarf uh, and bandits in the picture. Um, so so there's all that in, in here. Um, this looks like the private office. Uh, I'm gonna start checking the like Mandelbies for like secret passageways, <laughs> pulling books and like trying to like yank levers and push panels and. Yeah, make a it's 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 you know you know what you got to do you got to another do investigation, investigation. Jack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at this point, everyone's in the room with you, so so people can help if they want. Oh, cool. uh, Fifteen for investigation. Fifteen. I mean, it's a good instinct. It's not necessarily wrong. Um, but hard to tell, really hard to tell. Maybe you're like there's there's a secret here. You just don't know what it is. Right. 
Cool. That's what that's what I'm doing. Have you found anything cool, Arlington? Um, well, I, I, I found Bandit here, a very friendly little creature. Um, not not really much else. Um, some, some books. Um, some some stuff about the roads. I, oh, yeah. I, I might be interesting. I, I think they use iron in them. I'm not really familiar with the construction of of any, you know, infrastructure involving that. But it seems to be an important ingredient in the roads. Well, you know, it, for all that's well. Oh my ear just fell off. Out of character question, Ben, um, would that be something that concerns uh, tea nuts? Um. Not necessarily. Um, you it, it quickly, without even any sort of actually, depending on depending on, on on the result of the roll, make a either a nature or an arcana check. Um, they are the same. Sixteen. Sixteen. It's it's enough to go. Iron hurts. Iron is bad mm-hmm. for Faye. Obviously, iron binds Faye. But if you were to bind an entire Fey Wild, you would need a hell of a lot of iron. Aha. Okay. So, so for the for the roads to be binding. infused with iron, it's to bind the plane down. So you get the feeling that there is a certain almost similar to say how a teleportation circle works in the kind of the different runic spirals and designs and twists and Celtic knots, that there might be a pattern to this road which is in and of itself a spell. I, w- cool. I would say Arlington Daphne has no idea that iron has any importance to the Fey at all. Like he had no information about the Fey before he went to the Fey Wild. Okay. Hook, Hook would definitely know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hook would come to the exact same conclusion. Uh, and and has says it can be saying it underneath the robe, but he hadn't been listening. So I've been actually I've been covering hints this entire time. I, I, I'm so sorry. I thought you were asking to play jacks. I was just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> and he's muffled back <laughs> I've got a new small no, friend I don't need you anymore <laughs> oh, it would crush him <laughs> he would die on the spot no he has taken to, that. That's to stepping mean. on your feet you're walking like like parent and child Huck's feet are now on your feet just to, <laughs> just to make it easy <laughs> um, like a single dad with his kid and the new dog yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're going to make a life for ourselves buddy we're going to pull through this <laughs> I've only got you for the weekend. What's mommy's new boyfriend like? <laughs> Arlington, as, as, as all this movement happens, you actually do notice and, and confirms your suspicion. There are sooty footprints coming out of this fireplace. Yeah, sooty footprints is a hilarious phrase. So like pulling, all the, uh, pulling the candlesticks and stuff and just ignoring the, just not looking down because nothing ever happens down. <laughs> um, who, who spots the footprints? You do. You, you kind of like it was. It was the action of people kind of around you at your feet uh, and kind of all that kind of stuff. That like it's it's like a delayed investigation. And the, the fire, oh. the fire is not on right now. Obviously, fire is not on. I'm gonna stick my head in, take a look up the chimney. It's a it's a it's a chimney. Okay. Just gonna start digging like a dog into the actual hearth, <laughs> <laughs> throwing <laughs> soot everywhere. Arlington, so, what are you doing? Does it look like the, the fireplace is exploding to us? Yeah, because you can't see Arlington. <laughs> it's just... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so footprints, someone's come out of the bloody fireplace. I think there's a secret here. Oh, 
you can see can it's I start the just lands on our LinkedIn. my arms around to try and see if there's a person in the room? Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, we'd <laughs> actually be able to see each other. There'd be like smoky silhouettes now. Yeah, yeah. You now have, you now all have kind of smoky silhouettes that almost when it touches you, disappears. So as soon as it makes contact, for a split second, you okay. see each other. Uh, someone lands on Bandit, and Bandit just sort of. <laughs> oh, he's hungry. Can I close the door to the study? Let's try and yep. close the door to the study to see. Can I? Are there any other footprints around, or can we see anything else in the ground? Uh, well, now there's quite a lot of mess. So even <laughs> any of the footprints that were there. Detective <laughs> Bugbear. Is my flailing <laughs> Arlington, arcane investigator. <laughs> He's impatient. Yeah, Can I help it? Arlington look for the um, I, I, secret entrance thing? Or Yeah, yeah. Anyone who wants to kind of help out, either, uh, I guess there's only Iggy and, and uh, Tina's left. Either both of you make investigation checks, or one of you with also the sensor. I realize now that the, the footprints don't have to have just happened. They were probably someone coming out earlier i thought it was like someone's just walked out so i'm still flailing over by the closed door hunting for this invisible person that would have been a reasonable realization for arlington he's like no no i checked this room very thoroughly these were not here when i first looked i couldn't have missed them they're definitely new okay uh 18 18 nice and iggy were you doing something as well or just uh, offering help flailing. so if there is an invisible person maybe i've hit them Make an attack roll. Just roll a d20 for me. You're going to knock Spritz out. <laughs> I got him! 11? 11. Um, you almost, at certain times, where you do stop yourself, like, flail into the nameless man who's drooling. Not drooling. He's just forgetful. Oh, yeah, He's just it. like, oh. You do have a man by your side. So as you start to flail. <laughs> you just... Oh, yeah, that guy. Okay. Possibly, probably the guy whose footprints they are as well, making it even stranger. Okay, cool. Yeah, you pick up his boots. It's the same, you know, same logo on the end of his boots as on what was there. It says Andy on his heel. <laughs> He's very little. We zoom in and we realize if you haven't been picturing Hibernia oh, as a toy, we were toys this whole time. Yeah, we're all toys. Like if you haven't been picturing <laughs> toys this entire time, we've been playing with toys. That explains a lot. Okay. Yeah, Iggy's a marinette, which is why she keeps flailing about the place. Oh, I need to I need to write this down for the next time Ben can't DM. We should do a one shot because a Toy Story one shot sounds wonderful. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh, sixteen, Ted. That was 18. the eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, you you fly around and you you get to kind of see a few more intricate details compared to you know Arlington's investigation was good, but it wasn't it wasn't eighteen good. Uh, mm-hmm. You notice one of one of the eyes in the portrait is a blue sapphire. Uh, and it it scans you as you go past it. And it turns very quickly, just dark, and then lights up again. Oh, 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 oh. Iggy, 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 get the forgetful man to stand in front of the portrait. Okay, yes, uh, and I'll stop flailing, and I'll do exactly as T-Nut suggests. Yeah, the uh, blue sapphire scans him, and then it goes dud for a second again. And there's nothing, no... No I'm response. Gonna, like shake him a little bit, as if like. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. <Yeah>. Unexpected <laughs> item. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You got yeah the barcodes on the back. You've got to turn them right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, again, nothing. There's been nothing. Oh. Um, does does Twisted Nuts have a blue sapphire in his beard? 
Uh, he does not. Okay. Can I look through his pockets? Yeah, yeah, you check his pockets. Um, you can roll me just again. I mean, it's investigation heavy. That's what we're doing. It's an investigation heavy. Uh, There's something so yeah. grim about rifling through a man's pockets when he has no <laughs> mental <laughs> faculties. It's so weird. Just don't think present. about it. Just don't. It's fine. Just don't. Just don't <laughs> think about it. <laughs> and that was a twenty-three. Twenty-three. Uh, you give him a good old pattern down. Um, <laughs> you <love laughs> in a respectful, <laughs> comfortable, <laughs> way. Yeah. Let's let's jump back oh, up to the description bad. description here. So you you check underneath the uh, the taxi derby dovaku he wears. Uh, you check through his robes. You you know under uh, check under the um, under the beard. You check his pockets. There's actually nothing in his pockets. He has a pen like a quill, but that's about it. Um, you you know you have you you're taller than him, so you check up. You see his little like jeweler's goggles on his head. Like you kind of move them down, move them up. Like there's there's a couple of things that that might work but uh at the moment you've got the wraparound dover coup you've got a pen and he got his little uh what we call steampunk jewelers goggles with the irises closed oh, can i put those on his eyes and open them and then give him a little swipe at the painting again <laughs> <laughs> i like to imagine i also first tried loads of things like also like put his robe over his head and the painting put you know his arms mm-hmm. over his head i'm just doing like kind of like a monkey at a typewriter yeah. here uh, after, you, um, after you scan the the stuff dobraku uh, i definitely take the thing and put it over my shoulders and be like the other guy wants it for later on carry on swiping <laughs> yeah you hate dobraku it's like yeah the first one you ever came across you were like i had my eye on it for a while <laughs> yeah um iggy you um as you do this iris thing you see an a real eye inside. On the um, on the goggles. Inside inside the goggles, you see a real. It's not human. You see a real dwarven eye, uh, and it's scanned, and the the sapphire lights up. Whoop! And the entire room starts to shake. You can feel it reverberate through you. It's at this moment in time that all your invisibility is just, and you can see each other. So you can see the looks of whatever looks you're, are on your face around each other as the fireplace itself just lifts up into the chimney revealing a small dwarven sized passageway behind us i am very tempted to end the show here because it seems like a good place to to end it um but we could go for like 10, 15 more minutes if you want to if you want to get closer to it. No, let's let's end it here. That's that's a fucking. I thought you were going for like a purred happily ending. It's like I am ending the show here because it is tense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well that's that's what I mean. That it's like no, that's, it's just, yeah, that's, that's a good ending point. Nice yeah. We're on a threshold. We're yeah. on a literal threshold. And we're all yeah, very dwarf yeah, sized. Yeah. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> yes, we're all very very dwarf sized. Mm. Um, hey, let's let's end the show. Let's end it there. That's Let's good. say we will, pick up, okay. we will pick up in two weeks' time as this fireplace, with about 40, maybe 30 minutes-ish left on Twisted Knots, uh, maybe regaining his memories. You don't know. You know now. I've had a lot of hurricanes. Uh, <laughs> why did I rule this suspenseful moment where he just comes I back mean, in? We're, what we're... have I done? We seem to be keeping him with us anyway, just in case. And also, I, I don't feel comfortable leaving him to his devices because he tried to eat himself earlier on. 
There's I don't think he should go unsupervised. You know. Also, he's not Twisted Knots anymore. So. No, he's his name is, excuse me. We need to give him a new name. Uh, I'll, maybe there'll some be, be some beers next week that we can do that. We have it in our show. We can literally do it. Um, there's also D&D 5th edition rules. There's a lot more of you than there are of him, unless he's some sort of major dragon. I think you're okay. Plus, uh, we have Bandit, so he doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> Oh my god, we no, could just feed him to the gelatinous cube a minute before it runs out and he'll just be absorbed into it. It is a tiny cube, like it's oh. it'll take it a while. The tiny yeah, cube I like assume is like some death. surveillance thing that I like that they're like that Arlington has now accepted this like microphone spy kit as his <laughs> personal friend, you know. Have you not realized you are the microphone spy kit like, <laughs> this entire time? <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah, we'll pick up and we'll pick up in two weeks' time. We will be back um, right here on this channel or right here on this pod. Uh, before we go, uh, Ash, is there anything else where people might find you in the next two weeks? Uh, well, I was where... going to say you, you, the full name of Los Angeles, yes, unless that, you want to hold that till next, burst. next time. Going as to well. burst. <laughs> Let's find it, the full name of Los Angeles. Okay, so the full name of Los Angeles is so there's there's actually Los Angeles is actually the the nickname of of the shorter version of the longer name. So like there's a shorter version which is El Pueblo de, de Los Angeles, which is the city of angels, literally. But the full name is, um, and I apologize for anyone who speaks Spanish because I'm not great at it. But it's uh, Nuestra Señora La Riena de Los Angeles. De Puerco, Puercuancula. Which means? Our Lady, the Queen of Angels, Puercuncula. Yeah. That's, oh. Why did they change it? That's way better. <laughs> yeah, they just changed it, shortened it to Los Angeles. But it was like first named after her, and then it was like El Pueblo de Los Angeles, and then they're just like, well, just the angels. We'll just call it the angels. <laughs> And, th- and then they were like, that's too long. Let's go acronym that. Yeah, LA. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's like 40 years. What's your log line be... for the city? Give me like, give me the elevator pitch. Just for yeah. the busy angels. I'm a busy <laughs> man. I'm making stars here. Yeah, yeah they're so that's busy so down there. <laughs> that's so much too, better. Too many words. LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming short and further. La. Well, we also call it La La Land, but that's actually getting longer. Mm. Yeah. That's a good. Yeah, you got to revolt against it. That was good. That was I. That, I was on the edge of my seat. Um, that was worth the wait. That was, that was a proper reveal. Mm. Um. Right. Uh, there should be some subscribe buttons for the show uh, over us at around this time. Some of those YouTube cards. Uh, if you don't subscribe to the show already, please do. It really does help. It's 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 a click for you, and it's it's a warm hug for us. Um. Similar clicks you can and do. And for every you viewer us. that doesn't subscribe, like Bandit cries and it's not pretty it's mm. really sad you don't yeah. want to see a gelatinous cube cry <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just a we're also on social media <laughs> we are uh, at home request you'll find us across the usual channels if you're if you've gone to follow ash uh, just i mean don't follow us then uh, click those buttons you're you're already on it you're on a spree keep that spree going <laughs> <laughs> Once again, a huge thank you to our tech team. Thank you, thank you, Paul, behind the scenes, keeping the show going. We will be back in two oh, weeks. Oh, thank God, he's Until lost the fingers. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll be back. We'll be back in two weeks. Until then, look after yourselves. Be sound. Good night. Enjoy <laughs> with you all. <laughs> I'm gonna go look up that Blackbirds RPG. Didn't know it was on YouTube. Exciting. Oh, it's good. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Homebrew. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can help support the show by doing all those podcasty things like leaving a comment, rating, and subscribing on your podcast app of choice. If you want to watch the show live or on demand, you can find us at youtube.com forward slash homebrewquest. Depending on when you're listening to this, our next live stream is either this coming Tuesday or the following Tuesday. Either way, subscribing to us on YouTube is the best way to make sure you don't miss out on our latest adventures. Once again, thanks for listening. Until next time, be kind to one another, look after yourselves, and be sound.